Ladies and gentlemen, you tune into an all-new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy Alfred, a.k.a. The Candy Man, a.k.a. Soldier's Move, a.k.a. We Did That, a.k.a. Pass the P, a.k.a. Miss Van Son. Wow, uh, and it's your boy T.O., always on the go, so y'all know the question. What's the dealio? And I got a question. What's up with all them AKAs, man? What are you doing today, man? I'm a man of many aliases, bro. <laughs> Uh-oh. Far, far too many. It's, it's the one and only true G. Just call me the QG. Something's up with the candy man today. I don't know what it is, Mac. Nah, we, 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 I'm in a good mood. You know, I went to the pumpkin patch the other day. I picked some pumpkin. Oh, yeah? Did you smash any? No, my name is not Billy Corgan. But uh, I was about to say, oh. Some of the children that was there smashed pumpkins, but that's beyond the point. But uh, y'all listening to the Rap Lab Podcast, this is a new episode, you know how we do. Uh, for the first time in three weeks, we're not answering listener questions, but you can continue to submit your questions at raplabpod at gmail.com, or if you uh, go on Twitter and hashtag raplabpod, we're going to see it. So this week, we're talking about uh, crime and hip-hop. This episode will be called True Crime, The Streets of Hip-Hop. Now, before we begin, because I know how people get when people talk about cases, we're looking at, like I said from the very beginning, everything we do on this podcast, we're looking at from a fan perspective. Second of all, we're not, we not going to talk about nothing that hasn't been reported in the news. So if it wasn't reported in the news, we're not going to speculate. We're not going to start rumors. We're just talking about what's been reported on. So before anybody talk about, oh, Rap Lab, y'all drug snitching, oh, Rap Lab. You're yeah. gossiping. No, we're yeah. just giving our opinions on things that are widely known. And further to elaborate on that, to push this narrative that we're doing, we're trying to educate the people that these rappers and these celebrities in general, especially if you're African American, there's a target on your back. So they're just looking for you to slip up, they're just looking for you to do something and then try to put you and incarcerate you and take your freedom away from you. So that's what this is about. We're educating the people. This is what's happened to a lot of predominant hip-hop artists, and I hope that this wakes everybody up and sees the issues that's really going on here because they got hip-hop cops out there. They got all this stuff going out there for a reason. So just watch yourselves out there, everyone. Just be careful. Yep, the hip-hop police do exist. That's the result how much black people are still targeted to this day. That's right. So uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, since we're talking about cases, uh, let's talk about, uh, go to 1993, 94, uh, Tupac Shakur rape allegation with, uh, what's, uh, Miss Ayanna Jackson. Man, oh man, let me tell you guys something. Yeah, QG, you started off for us. Um, when this, this, this is the, this is the case, this is the crime that Pac spent a long time in jail for he had other issues before but this one right here this one really 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 put him in the front page of everything he was convicted of first degree sexual abuse and uh he was sentenced to 18 months to four and a half years and in clinton Clinton correctional which is the maximum uh security facility by the way Right, you got rape, you got murderers in there, you got all different people up in there, and, and you you got Tupac Shakur in there, eighteen months to four and a half years, and the judge said uh, an act of brutal violence against a helpless woman. 
quoted to say that. And you know, we've heard the story, gentlemen, and we've and and and, and just to break this thing wide open, we've heard Tupac Shakur say that, you know, him and three other men, you know, they were you know they were charged, but Pac was the only one to be convicted. He said this woman here. On the Arsenio Hall show, he was like, how could a woman accuse me of taking something from her when she was engaging in sexual acts with him prior to all this going on? And then she did an interview with Vlad TV, a couple of interviews talking about all, you know, her, her, her side of all this stuff. And I was real disgusted from what I heard and what I saw. But what was your guy's opinion when you heard about this and what Pac was being charged for? Tio, you can go. And then I'll chime in. When I when I first heard this, I was shocked because I'm like, that doesn't sound like Tupac to me. And I really thought the way his career was going, like beyond besides, you know, this, his first two albums and, you know, starting with the movie career. I thought his life was over. When I mean over, I thought he was done for. Simply was done for. But I just I was like, nah, that can't be Tupac. Uh, it, it's so much to talk about for that case, but it's like it's something just didn't seem right. Cause notice, like you said, hip hop is being targeted. So for him to be charged with three other people, but he's the one that singled out because to me, I guess it's saying because he's Tupac Shakur and he's a star. Yeah. Of course, they're gonna go after the famous person. In my right. opinion, even right. if he did it, then that's on him. But in this case, he ain't really do he ain't do it, and and it sucks because, um, what I was gonna say, QG, you 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 kept showing me the picture of that that shot yes, of yes, in, that, yes, in that party, that and she's yes. right there next to him. And I really thought at one point I didn't I ain't gonna lie, QG, I didn't want to believe it at first because I was like, nah, this can't be like real picture, and then it was confirmed sources saying that's a real picture. I'm like, damn. You but she was the only. But she yes. wasn't the exactly. She was the only one in that picture that Pac mentioned even days later in his records. Whether it was me against or well, mostly all eyes on me and the disc records. But hello, Nigel. Nah. But the thing I is, wanna, I I mean, I didn't want to drop any other names down, but you. <laughs> that's not his real name. That's the name the source I, used. I, I know that's the name that the source used, but you know. Pac was around a lot of dangerous dudes. Like we get what he was doing with trying to get some get some jewels for the Above the Rim uh, movie and everything like that. He was all over New York and yeah, I mean, and this is like around the time that he was still like helping out. I mean, he was still around New York because you know that's his his origin is New York. It's just yeah. that once you know he he was mixing it with a bit of California based on the acting. And then once he, you know, once he was released, thanks to such night with the bail, completely changed. But I tell you one thing, he was not going to let that shit slide the moment he got on his records in death row. Oh, oh, no doubt. And 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 Candyman, you could and Candyman, you could chime in on this after I say this. Mm -mm. Pac said it himself. He was raised by women, so that, so to be accused by a woman for this, it was just. It was just completely shocking and bewildering to him. And he couldn't really believe it. Bad. I really felt bad for Pac in his early days because first the whole thing with Janet Jackson and had to get tested and then this whole thing with the, the rape allegations. I'm like, damn, man, this guy can't really win. Yeah. But but Candyman, what do you say about it? 
Yeah. So, him being guilty is a crock of shit. And before I continue, no, I'm not victim blaming with what I'm about to say. But if you look at the facts, and you could even go on the Vlad TV on YouTube or her, her interview and look it up and listen to it. Tupac was in the next room asleep while she was being accosted by the other gentleman. Exactly. She, Tupac don't even know what's going on because he's in the next room asleep. And she comes, bar, after everything is done, she comes barging into the room, blaming him, talking about, you left me with them. Now, if he left her with them, how could he have done it? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to understand. Like, why does right. he get the bigger charge? And he has he's, nothing to put it. He shouldn't have been charged, period, because he didn't participate. No, he he's didn't. trying to, she was saying that, oh, you, you, you brought those guys. Those guys was already there. He didn't bring them or tell them to do anything. They they took you. Pac was sleeping in the other room. And if you really pay attention to what's going on, she went up there to seat to to be with Pac. And I guess Tupac was tired from you know writing and doing and because around the time he was filming Above the Rim, so you right. know your homeboy was tired. He wanted yeah. to sleep, so he, he he turned her advances down. And then she went in. Uh, she went out and out of the bedroom into the into because there was a suite, and the others had had their way with her. But right. Tupac didn't participate. He didn't. All he said was he wanted to sleep. She could have stayed in the bed and slept and and went to sleep next to him. And I'm pretty sure she would have been safe. So, I mean, I don't know how somebody I don't know how somebody could participate in a rape if they were in the next room asleep. Exactly. And I don't think he's necessarily guilty of I don't think he should be guilty of the crime because he I mean, yes, he was there. Technically, yes, he was there. He was there. He was he was in the room asleep. You can't charge it. It's not like he was playing lookout. It's not like he was sitting there up under them watching. He was just asleep. But uh, they they were the 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 cops and the and the, and the, and the detectives and the prosecutors, they was they was looking to get an arrest on him any way they could. Pac was a target from because even if you listen, to, even yeah. if you, sorry to cut you off, even if oh, you no, listen to her interview on Vlad, she goes on to state that when she was at the precinct being questioned, they really didn't care about her. They just wanted enough information to arrest him. That's right, man. He's been a target ever since he spoke out on um, uh, Two Apocalypse. Now they Bro, been had a target on him. He was and the situation we discussed when we did an episode on Tupac and Core of what yeah. happened in Oakland. Oakland. Is that Bro, he was, target, he, was target, he was a target from when he was a little boy and his mother was on the run. And then you had the situation in Atlanta when that went down, when he shot two off-dirty. Yep, and I'm going to say it, off-dirty cops. Not off-duty, off-dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but... But and, and the bail, the bail, one point four million dollars that Suge Knight got him out on in exchange for a contract. Shout out, shout outs to Big Suge. And what Suge is, was and, the only and, one that came to his aid. Exactly. That, that, that man was trying to call Tom Wally and Jimmy Iovine from prison, and they wasn't even taking his calls. Yeah, and he was signed to their record label. Yeah, yeah, they left Pac for dead in there, man. And then Suge was the only one to get him out, got him out. And then you guys know about the appeal case. No. He did, Pac did 11 months for nothing. Yep, 11 months. 11 months in jail for nothing. What do you mean for nothing? Because he won the appeal. 
Exactly. Uh-huh. And, and 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 if y'all notice the song California Love, what does Tupac lead off with? Oh, I got a bail. I don't, I don't bail for shut up jail. I, I'm uh-huh. glad you I'm glad you brought that up. Do you remember on the song Holla at Me? On yep. the same album? Same album. The entire second verse is dedicated to Ayanna Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Pac clears up any rumors or speculation. Because he said, secrets in the dark, only her and I know. Pac was telling you something, guys. If people paid attention, he told you what went down, what happened. Mm-hmm. Ruined that man's life for that. And I, I mean, we're, we're happy that we were able to still, that he was able to come out and still get his, get his music, get his albums, get his message out. But look at the hell he had to go through when that was happening. And then once, and, and, and I think like around like, you know, even though we always talk about me against the world, but that was like around the time he was recording anyway, sort of from jail. But then once he got on death row, it was like, it was like a, a new fresh start again for Tupac, even though, you know, this whole thing with Bad Boy and everything got out of hand, but understandable why he did it. But other than that, it was just like, I felt like when Death Row happened, they forgot about that case. It was just like Tupac is back. Pac is here. Pac is doing more movies. Pac is going off with the all eyes on me and then the whole beef. Good Lord. How many people? Big J, Mob uh, Beef. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Bad Boy, because that's exactly who we're going to next, Candyman. Uh, yes, uh, our next uh, topic for discussion on this episode is the shooting involving uh, Sean oh, Puffy Combs, Jennifer Lopez, and my guy, Shine. Shine Your guy, Shine. <laughs> he is my guy. Yo, man, I, I fucks with Shine Poe. That's not messing with Sean Poe. Oh, you're you're going to get figured terribly. Oh, man. You are messing up the song. I hope uh, Derek is listening to this again so he can come back with uh, a part two of that question. Listen, so, listen, I don't, I, I, listen, I don't care who a Derek or anybody else say. I'm the Nate Dog of the Rap Lab, all right? You're not even the Butch Cast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But let's uh, get yeah. to it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Puffy yeah. J-Lo, Puffy J-Lo, J-Lo Shine, um... Uh, QG, you want to give the background on it? Yes, it was December 27th of 1999. It was at Club New York. And, um, you know, Puffy and, and J-Lo, you know, Sean was there. They were celebrating. And it was holiday season, you know. Uh, uh, but I hate to cut you off, but um, for, for some of our younger listeners or those who don't know, uh, yes, Puffy and J-Lo were a couple at the time. Uh, <laughs> Right. Uh, they, they were a couple at the time. They, they got together, uh, you know, in mutual events and, and they were in music videos together. They were seen out everywhere together. And Didn't they meet from the uh, Been Around the World uh, music video or something like that? They met, uh, they met each other prior to that, but they really got closer then. Because she the was video, in that video at the end. She was in the video doing the dance with Puffy. They were, they were dancing together and Puffy told J-Lo, you know, you're an excellent dancer. How about you remind people about that? And J-Lo was like, you're right. So you could see the chemistry on the screen. And then they just they just grew closer and closer together. Did and, they ever collaborate? Because that's weird. Not, not on a song. Oh, okay. Not on a song. Puffy was around, like, a lot of her video shoots, a mm-hmm. couple of movie sets. So they, they were always seen together. And... At this time, Shine just came out. You know, Shine was coming out. He he had his album, 
and he was everywhere with Puff and in the and, club. Uh, and before and before you continue, sorry to keep cutting you off, but no, 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 no. Oh, when you think about the grand scheme of things, it's really sad about Shine because you yeah. know Bad Boy is carried by Biggie. Biggie dies after Biggie. Mace carries Bad Boy, and then Mace abruptly retires to go to religion. So now the weight of the world and the weight of the label is on Shine's shoulders, which isn't really fair. And then he gets those comparisons to Biggie, talking about he's a knockoff. Yeah, which, because of his vocals. Which I don't hear Biggie when I listen to Shine, but but that's that's a whole another story. Right, correct. Yeah. Um. So a a fight broke out. What, In the what, club. What, what I what I read and what I researched was that. Puffy was going around shaking hands with everybody, congratulating everybody, wishing them a, a safe Christmas and New Year. And a gentleman threw money at Puff. He was, I don't know if he was uh, drunk or whatever, but he was like, yeah, you're walking around here, you you showing off, da, da, da. I got money too. He, he threw money in Puffy's face. And then, uh, uh, and then guns was pulled out, shots rang off, and Puffy, J-Lo, and, and Shine, they they flee the scene. And, and the, the be-all, end-all was Puffy was charged with four weapons-related charges and bribing his driver to claim ownership of his gun. And I remember when Puffy and J-Lo and Shine flee the scene, it was all over the news, like there was a warrant for their arrest. Like, when you see the you see the pictures, you see Puffy and J Lo and Shine getting led into the police station. It was it was crazy how this was everywhere. And uh, what a lot of people might not know, a gag order was in place as soon as the trial began. And can you guys take a guess on who Puffy's attorney was? Johnny Cochran. Yep, he Jeez. had Johnny Cochran, and he had Johnny Cochran and Benjamin Bratton. Benjamin Bratton. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and 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 I mean, l- let me get your guys' input on this. What uh, I could start with you, uh, T. Uh, were you and because all of us, you know, we didn't meet each other until college, but we yeah. all know about this incident. We all watched this incident separately. What did you think about this when you first heard this? I ain't gonna lie, I was a little. I had like an animosity towards Puff, man, because I felt like this motherfucker was all over the place, man. It's like I also now I know this is a hip hop podcast, but I also felt at that time when J Lo was even blowing up, I felt like she was about to lose her spot because was, you're looking at this it was situation. A bad look for J Lo, man. It was yeah, and it's like J Jennifer Lopez, Miss. Like, how do you get involved in, in, in something get like involved this? In this? Right, but I'm pretty sure she. It was not on purpose. It's just like she. I would say she was blindsided. But I don't know, man. It's like Puffy just runs into trouble. It's like wherever he goes, it's bad luck with that guy. You get what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's just bad luck when you be around Puff sometimes. Yeah, I mean. And then for Sean, and then for yeah. Sean, unfortunately. Want to talk about Sean? He just, he just got the worst of it. He had to go to jail. He got locked up. And 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 was it was fucked up about this whole thing is like. This is a guy which we know Al was make um was just quoting this song um Bad Boys. I was really liking this guy like oh this guy is nice even though which many people will say he he sound like Biggie. I never thought he sound like Biggie, but I was getting to like Sean because I was like yo this guy's not bad. I mean I mean um, we don't have Biggie but 
you know, he's Mace is gone, so we need a you know new fresh start for Bad Boy Entertainment. So Bad I thought Shaw was good, but then it's just like, right. oh Lord, right. this no, was no, no, the sad part. Shine was convicted of five of his five. Cases. Exactly. And he had diff- and he had a different lawyer. Him and Puffy yeah. didn't have the same lawyer. That's the which thing is which is so foul in my opinion. Yeah. Go ahead, Candyman. Like, jump in. Jump in. And this is why I say I look at Puffy sideways. I'm like, he look like he's trying to get himself out of here. He's not giving a shit about Sean. That's how I took it. Sean was thrown to the wolves. I felt like he was thrown to the wolves too. And I felt like Puff had something to do with it. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Candyman, go ahead. Well, I think it's messed up that the head of the record label gets the high-profile lawyer because let's not forget Johnny Cochran got who off the hook? OJ. OJ. In the and and probably the most high-profile murder case in American history, if not in the history of the world. So yep. he's got Johnny Cochran and Shine gets some. Pu- I don't know if it was a public defender, but some lawyer that's not up to the caliber of Johnny Cochran. I can tell you that much. And I think that's so foul because Puffy gets acquitted, fully acquitted, and yeah, Shine not gets guilty on all charges. Guilty on all charges. And Shine gets convicted. Mm-hmm. And when I first like, cause and, and remember, all of this happened before the album came out. By the right. way, if y'all ever get a chance to hear Shine's debut album, Shine, I mean, that album is hard, hard as hell. Went gold. But that's um, good. that's gangster. So he, he, he got all this negative press um, before his album dropped. Shout outs to Shine, though, because not only did he serve his whole sentence, he didn't complain, but uh, he, 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 he pled the fifth the whole time. Anybody asked him about the case, he ain't had nothing to say. Homeboy did 10 years. 10, Ten years. Got out Ten in 2009. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I think he recorded an album while he was in jail too. Godfather buried Godfather alive. Godfather buried alive. Yeah, that was that, for Def Jam. That's the one when he had Jimmy Choo with Ashanti or something yeah, like that. That was for Def Jam, and then he had the he had the diss track to Fifty in response 50, to Piggy yeah. Bank. Yeah, because Fifty called him a punk. But uh, uh oh, calling calling. No limit studios. <laughs> oh come on, come on, come on. But uh. Uh, hey, listen, I got I got noise in my background, too. I got music playing. We, we in, in times like this, ladies and gentlemen, with the COVID and everything like that, we are in our natural habitat. So just yeah. join us. Yeah, we uh, we we still months later, we still record in, in separate locations. But but now nah, the, the fucked up thing about Shine, though, is uh, is that after he got out, he got deported. Oh, man. Right to belief, man. But 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 now if you look at his life now he's a he's a he's a congressman in Belize a politician yes he is and a very and a very beloved those people in Belize love him yes Yes, they they do do. you know it's funny that you mentioned Shine you remember when um him and Dane got into it (laughs) yes and Shine was shooting videos from Belize and they were going back and forth and uh, it, it was just good to see Shine. Get back in there, get back on the mic. And in fact, you know, not recently, but close to it, he was at the reunion tour for uh, Bad Boy. Yeah, he was on the he screen. Record, he recorded from Belize for that. That was really cool, man. It was all going to a French game. <laughs> is I'm just mad that, like, you know, Puffy Puffy never publicly, like, you know, took up for him. And that was his, that was his marquee artist. But And Sean was yeah. about to blow up, too. Yeah, you could tell with Puff. You could tell with Puff when he has somebody that he's pushing, 
they're all over the place with them. You know, they, you know, he does things with them. And it's just, it's a shame how, you know, Sean had so much promise. And then, you know, when this went down, it just. I just remembered, didn't he also uh, record the remix to Keisha Cole's record? It just dawned on me. He did? Her debut, I changed my mind. He was on the remix. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I I hate to sound fucked up, but I'm glad Sean retired from rap because when he appeared on uh, Lil Wayne, the Carter Four, on that outro with Bun B, I was like, nah, Sean, give it up. (laughs) It's been too yeah, long. That, that was yeah, that didn't work for him. Mm. That crazy, didn't work. Crazy, crazy, crazy. That man and that man, that man is is Jewish now. Yes, yes, he is. My man went from Jamal Barrow to Michael Moses Levy. Like, I guess prison will do strange things to a man. Well, I mean, I, I mean people convert. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, what I mean? But it's good to see Sean in good spirits, though, man. Shout out to Sean Pope. Hey man, right. and and especially for the congressman in Belize, I'm rooting for him. So, uh, the next topic stays in New York. This is something I know nothing about, so I'm gonna need Ooh. y'all to educate me. Ooh, um, we got you. This one, the, the Lil Kim Jr. Mafia Hot 97 CNN shooting. Mm-hmm. Now, see this. Now, see a lot of people forget that this all started for me. When Foxy appeared on Bang Bang, that's that's where it all started for me. What I is Bang like Bang? It was a track it's by the Capone CNN. and Noriega record, record on the reunion Fox, album. Fox went after Kim, of course, because I think Kim. This was more of a response for Kim on um, was it the Quiet Storm remix? It was the or Quiet Kim? Storm remix. Foxy right. thought Kim was dissing her, dissing her on the Quiet Storm remix. And and poor poor component Noriega. And they just like, okay, they just want a little, I'm sorry, Foxy on the track. I mean, Foxy went off, don't get me wrong. But Noriega, Nori, I don't think opponent Noriega even thought twice that she was going after Kim. Can you imagine, you got Mob Deep from Queens, you got CNN from Queens, and they get dragged into a Brooklyn beat. <laughs> That's crazy I mean, I'm not, I'm sorry you, you think about that. You, if you really think about it, that is true. That's crazy when you think about it. And, and, to, and to further and elaborate. Groups. Right. So, I mean. You would have thought Kim was part of Bob Deep, and then all of a sudden, what was next? CNNB? But, but here's, the, here's the crazy part about it. With, with Little Kim's verse on the Quiet Storm remix, it was a hot verse. When, was Foxy, a hot- Brown, when Foxy Brown came with her verse on Bang Bang, she clearly was Why? going at Kim. Clearly. There was no subs, no nothing. Like she went in. I mean, so, I mean, you. And, and what did she say? Hot damn hole! Here we go again. She, she, she quoted what Kim said. She went off, and then after all that, what happened was the entourage. Uh, it, That's what it, it, was, was. it was. It was. It was March seventeenth of, of of 2005. Kim, she was convicted of three counts of conspiracy and one count of perjury for lying to a grand jury. This shooting took place in 2001 outside of Hot 97. And that, I think it was in Greenwich Village, too, for what I remember, because I saw news about that. And, and all, at the and, time, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, at the time, her co-manager, D. Rockefeller, shout out to D. Rock. Everybody knows D. Rock from Big and Junior Mafia. And her bodyguard, Gutter. People know Gutter from Junior Mafia. Was it Mo Better part of that, too? Yeah. 
What well, well, now allegedly Kim testified saying that she did not know that they were at the scene. This is Hot 97. There's cameras out there. Yep. The security camera placed all three at the scene exiting yeah, she, the building she, 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 she from the shooting. Right. So what happened was, you know, you got the honorages like Mac talked about. You got the you got the Junior Mafia honorage, you know what I mean? And then you got the Capone Noriega honorage. And, you know, they outside, everybody outside, words exchanged. And then the shooting happened. And here's the crazy part about it. Butler and Jackson, um, um, you know, um, D-Rock is Butler and Gutter is Jackson. They both pleaded guilty to the gun charges. And, and Jackson was sent yeah, the to fact, 12 years. They said he had a Mac 11 on him. They said, that they admitted, at least 20 rounds was fired during the incident. Oh, my God. And it's in, in Greenwich Village of all places. That's not an it area that you... crazy. Crazy, and you know, and you know, what the, you know what the the crazy part about it. Do you, do you, um, Mac? You probably remember this. I, you probably don't because this is the, like you said. You you don't know anything about this. You remember that BET series that they did for Little Kim, Mac? Oh my God! Count Before she went to jail. Yeah, Count down yeah. the lockdown. Talk down the lockdown. I, yo, man, that whole thing. I hated it, man. I'm sorry because I, I see. And, and, yeah, go, go, go. No, 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 because I see Ja Rule on there talking about Kim going to jail because these guys snitched on her, you know what I mean? And they mentioned Little Caesar. They called him a snitch. And oh, then, God, that got worse for him. All this was promoting for Kim's album at the time because it was leading up to when she was going in. Kim talking about she sacrificed herself and all this stuff. That, I said, was, that, the, that was the naked truth, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Seriously? And this is the time that little kids not only dealing with problems with them, uh, the junior mafia people, the case, little C, she's dealing with CNN still. She was also having problems with 50 Cent. Yes. She was mad at 50 well, because 50 wouldn't do a video for Magic Stick. Yeah. And she went after all those people on the naked truth. She mentioned 50. She mentioned CNN. She damn sure mentioned Foxy. And she stuff. Yeah, she she mentioned everybody the moment she got out of jail. She was sentenced to a year and a day. Yep. You know, thirty days home detention upon release and three years probation. She did her entire sentence. She was at the federal detention center in Philly. Did she ever reconcile with any? I mean, I know Foxy is a no go, but has she? Her, ever? Her, yeah, her and C's. Um, well, besides those two. Yeah, yeah, her and she's had some reconciliation, which is great because, I mean, come on, man. What would Big think if he saw y'all doing that dumb nonsense? Yeah, Big Big wouldn't be happy, man. You know, but, but uh, Candyman, your take on everything we just said, what, 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 is, what is your take on all that? Man, my mind is blown. Like you said, CNN and the Brooklyn beef? Nah, man. CNN and Mob Deep in a Brooklyn beef. Yeah, and, and you and you guys know Capone also testified. They they had Capone testified during the case. Really? Yes, yeah, believe Capone, it or not. Capone did a video, an interview with Forbes DVD, and then Capone was 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 like he went up there. He didn't say nothing. He didn't see. Didn't say anything to incriminate anybody. He was he waved at Little Kim. He said you know what he said and everything like that. But he didn't really feed too much into the whole entire thing because once again the honorages were involved in it 
it blew up out of proportion. Interesting. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, that's a nice, that's a nice little history lesson. Oh, yeah, but Kim came out. You know, the album came out, and you know, Kim will always be Lil Kim. She'll always be, you know, the Queen Bee, and you know, cooler heads. And thankfully, nobody was killed. And you know, it's just it's it's a part of the history in hip hop. I think someone was injured, but I think I forgot who. Someone was barely injured, but that's just it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but now switching gears to something I know plenty about. All right. Uh, oh, this. Ugh, the Suge okay. Knight fight in Vegas that led to him getting locked back up. Take this one out. All right, so we've hashed this out on several episodes, notably the 95 Source Awards. We touched on it, and we touched on it, of course, we had to in the uh, Tupac Shakur episode, which is both available in the archives. You know, you go to Apple Music or uh, Amazon Music, Google, Google Podcasts, or uh, Spotify, you'll find it. And uh, pretty much what happens... Um, Tupac, Big Suge, uh, M.O.B., and the rest of the Death Row Honorage, well, a lot of them, uh, they're in they're in Vegas for the Mike Tyson-Bruce Selden fight. And uh, on the way out of the fight, uh, they see Orlando Baby Lane Anderson. And uh, uh, Tupac goes and rushes him because there was a rumor of an event where uh, he was in the mall in the Foot Locker uh, robbing uh, Death Row affiliates for their chain. Uh, and so Tupac rushes him in the midst for the fight and it's caught on camera. Uh, Big Suge was kicking the shit out of him. Uh, later on in the trial, Big Suge said that he was trying to break it up and help and and stop the fight and help him up, which Orlando corroborated, uh, which uh, a lot of people will say he perjured himself. I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, and uh, Suge um, ends up violating probation by getting involved in the fight. And he is sent back to the big house, and that starts to crumble the Death Row Empire. Did I get that right, QG, or 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 did I miss it? No, 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 no. You, you you clearly you clearly got that right. And the crazy thing about it, I've looked at that footage almost a thousand times. You and me both. And I remember the judge telling Shug, you clearly could see him like a kick that he kicked. Orlando Anderson. Now, there was a whole bunch of people jumping on top of Orlando Anderson. And the problem with Suge is Suge had cases before all of this. Like you said, he violated probation. Now, when you think about it, all the stuff that Suge was in in danger with, you would think in the back of his mind, okay, I I got these cases on me. I'm on probation. Something happens just me being there is going to get me in trouble. It's like, what goes through your mind? You know what I'm saying? And, and then, sure, what did he do? Nine years? He was sent yep. to nine years for this? And don't forget, um, before Tupac got killed, he was out on probation, too. There you go. So, they both, if Tupac would have survived Vegas or he would have never got shot, he would have ended right back up in jail himself. Yeah. Crazy, so. man. So now that of a label. But 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 and the crazy thing is you got all these henchmen and these goons hanging around you and you decide to get your your hands dirty but we we, we know big Shug. you you know you you're a boss I'm not disputing that. Mhm. I I I'll, personally when I seen the footage you know um at first I couldn't tell if it was a kicker he was separating the crowd. Right. 
because you can't really tell from that camera angle. But uh, but the crazy part is how Orlando goes to the trial and agrees that, yeah, Suge was trying to help me. Mm. And the wow. crazy thing is, Suge, I don't know how he corroborate. Yo, like the man just had a had a he had a hand in blasting your your homie. Right. And it's all confusing to me. It's a lot. Mac, what's your take? Oh, boy. <laughs> Such shook, shook. I mean, you want to talk about a man that just like, ugh, like I said, it's, it's just like when they get, when there's so much crimes happening to one person, it always has that connection. And what I'm about to go with this, it's like, I feel like the court was ready to just give him in because you could tell he was still a target on that Tupac, uh, Tupac shooting. When, um, as far as so goes, so it's just—I mean, obviously he—he he did murder or whatever, an attempted murder, but it's like, yo, we couldn't get this guy for some reason through the Tupac shooting. Throw him in jail. I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't thinking clearly when it first happened. So that's—that was just my way of saying, well, they finally got Suge in something. Yeah, I felt the same thing. You, I said the empire is over. Pac is dead. Shug's in jail. There is no more death row. No. And that's why when I was telling Alfred the other day when we was, I forgot what episode it was, and I said death row died when Pac died. There was a reason why. Pac Mm -hmm. held death row on his back. I mean, Snoop was like the second coming after Dre left, but it it didn't didn't hit much. When you lose the biggest, the biggest, like, the, the ace, the ace of death row. He's officially the ace of death row of that year. Agreed. Then you ain't you ain't left with nothing but jacks. That's it. Shug had a hundred million dollars to his name, y'all. A hundred million dollars, and then this situation went down, and then it just it just crumbled from there. Mm-hmm. Now one bad decision could lead to a whole empire falling. Is beyond me. Yeah, man. And speaking of empire. I really thought that well, this is another one that was getting ready to crumble at one point. <laughs> oh man, we gotta talk about this. I mean, I mean, I mean, before we jump in, uh, you know about this, Al? Oh yeah. So what we about to talk about? Uh, Jay Z stabbing Lance <laughs> Un Rivera from Entertainment. We just, we just talked about Volume Three. So so I mean, Mac, you know, what I mean, you're you're a Brooklyn native, Al. You're a Brooklyn native, but I mean. We all know Mac did meet Jay Z in, in the music video for. Oh yeah, Mac was in the Mac was in so, the music video. So 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 Mac, why don't you <sighs> dive in and let's talk about this situation that took place December first, nineteen ninety nine, at the release party for oh, Q-tip. Amplified album. Please Q-tip. talk about it. <laughs> this happened at a Q-tip release party. Q-tip guys, Q-tip. All right. Talk about it. So, so everybody remembers like. This is a year after. Let, 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 let me. I'm, I know. I know. I don't want to go too much. So this is in 1999. Of course, Q-Tips anticipated solo album a year after uh, the Tribe's. Then at one point, the last album, the uh, Love Movement. He did the Amplified album. By the way, was actually a good album. I enjoyed it. You just survived or anything? It's a good album. Yes. Uh, uh, Buster, I still don't know what the hell you was talking about. <laughs> but when we. This was at what Irvin Plaza, if I'm not mistaken, which is which is which is a really known place it was for the any Kit Kat music. Club. 
It oh, Kit Kat Club, sorry. Urban Square. Plaza yeah, was yeah. when, no, Jay had his own party at Urban Plaza, but the Kit Kat Club is where Q-Tip's release party was. Yeah, and yeah, he wasn't the only yeah. one there. Kim was there. Buster was there. That's funny. Just Puffy was even there. So, you know, that name comes up a bit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. When, um, when he got to the, uh, what was that thing? The Kit Kat Club. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I didn't even know what the hell happened until the news, the news broke out. And people remember Lance Unrivera, who is the uh, CEO and co-founder of Entertainment, which partially was helped with Notorious B.I.G. So that's another issue right there. Jay, this is your boy, but you also stabbed Lance Un, who was the co-founder with Biggie as far as entertainment goes. So... Stuff just started happening out of nowhere. And at one point we hear about Lance Un Rivera being stabbed. So when he cooperated, supposedly cooperated with um, the officers, he, they were saying that there was two um, black males in description. And supposedly Rivera pointed out Jay-Z was one of the assailants. Now, what's, what's funny is that he would turn himself in. Um, in Manhattan, I think, and yeah, they, Manhattan and criminal was, court, and he was booked for like a second degree, like a uh, felony assault. Although his bail was like, was it twenty, fifty thousand? It I was mean, fifty thousand. Yep. Yeah, and he was out of few. Now, this is around his birthday, guys, because December fourth was his birthday. Yeah, exactly. So, when you really look at it, this is the time when nineteen ninety nine, his third album, I'm sorry, Volume Three was coming out, and even though it was partially bootleg. Because I remember Dame Dash, they had a video footage of Dame Dash saying, fuck the bootleggers, because they did partially bootleg his volume three. I don't even think that. I think that's why Girl's Best Friend didn't make the cut either. But um, even though that was on a, um, what was that movie? Blue Streak soundtrack. When you really look at this thing, I really thought for someone who was about to so-called put New York on his back after Biggie died, this was about to be the end of him. Do you know why he did that? Do you guys know why he allegedly stabbed him? It was over a money dispute, wasn't it? Supposedly, based on research, Jay believed that Lance was behind the bootlegging of Volume 3. Yeah. That album was was massively bootlegged. It really was, if you really think of it. That's, that's That's what hurt the sales, even though it sold pretty good. Compared to his previous work, that sold five, you know, and with the singles this had, it was supposed to top that one. But we've heard the stories about Charlie Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, you know, that, you know, Jay tried to get with her and Lance got with her and there was an issue there. And, and I even heard the rumor that Jay approached Lance much like Al Pacino did to his brother Fredo in The Godfather 2. Godfather, said, yeah. Since you broke my heart and it stabbed in the stomach. So all of this is alleged. And w- according to reports, they said that he stabbed on with a five-inch blade. And then he, sur- then he surrendered himself to the cops. And you guys remember what he said on threats for three years? They had me peeing out of a cup. Yep, for three he years they out of cup. He, that was telling about the Lance Unreversed situation. Yeah, he did, he did three years probation. And he ple- he pleaded guilty to the third degree assault. Have you have you guys ever read the Jay Z book Decoded? Yes. Uh, no. 
he talks about the situation in decoded not in not clear details but he 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 speaks about that night and uh he said he ran into the guy everyone's been telling me is behind the bootleg he approached him when i told him what i suspected to my surprise he got real loud with me in the middle of the club they separated jay went back over and then he said situations happen next thing you know lance went to the police and Jay was indicted. And now, Jay said to himself, I'll never end up in that situation ever again. And, and you know, when the whole thing with Nas and Jay-Z was going, you you know Nas had to mention that incident on Ooh, Ether. He said, your man stabbed her and made you take the money. <laughs> and, and another thing that, that's why it really confused me years later because a certain someone was signed to Rockefeller who is really close to Lance Unrivera. And sad part is Jay-Z was not even aware of this. So imagine who I'm talking about, guys, is Cameron. Imagine mm. what Cameron felt back then. Now, wow. was this well, was this a weird move by Dame Dash, assigning someone who was close to Lance Unrivera despite the situation? I would never uh, done that. Well, you also got to remember, Dame had a history of signing dudes that Jay-Z didn't want on Rockefeller, exactly. i.e. Cameron and the rest of them. Yeah, Jay was on vacation when this whole thing, this signing took place. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dang. And and and, and if anybody goes and does the history, Cameron and, and Un uh, go way way back. That that's the problem. They go way way back. So you know Cam is aware. But from of a but from a financial standpoint, it wasn't a bad signing. Because look, what did what come home with me went platinum, didn't it? Move paid off. Cameron Cameron made made Rockefeller money. He did. And and wasn't Cam supposed to be the the, the vice president too? That I'm not sure of. He, he did an interview. Oh, he no, did an no, interview with Cam. Angie Martinez. He did an it interview was, with Cam Angie Martinez. Cam was supposed to be vice president. Yeah, he was. He said that on the. He said that in the interview, and then that was another puzzling thing. Like, you just got here. You're vice president of Rockefeller. I know Jay felt Jay felt that uh, he felt a bad way about that one, man. I mean, how you just come on? You want to be vice president already? Damn, Memphis Big been there for a long time. How come he ain't vice president? Right. He should be co-CEO, if you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Bleak, come on now. As long as Bleak been there, man. But yeah, that case, you know, it came and went. And then Jay, luckily, you know. And another thing that, another, I'm not even going to lie, another thing that sort of confused me about Jay was guilty, uh, what was it? Not guilty until proven innocent. That song, yeah, R. R. Kelly. Kelly. I felt like that was making the situation worse. For me. Oh, oh, that, oh, that's nothing. What did he say in that freestyle towards game? I'll flip an onion. Yeah, um, Jay, you and have then, to and, that up. And, right, and then he laughed it off and said, uh, "I'm sorry, un, I didn't mean to make you the butt of my jokes. Like, yo, oh, oh, now, now it's funny. Now you're See, laughing about it and making a rhyme this, about it. This Come is on, why man. sometimes I, I love Jay Z to death, but he just needs to like be careful what the hell he be saying. He just right. sometimes I, I I see Jay Z as a great great rapper, but there's times he don't think himself as well. Well, he's in a different place now, you know. That that was like you guys said that was a long time ago. It's unfortunate, you know, that happened. But you know, thankfully nobody was was killed. It's a shame what happened to Un, but yeah. Know. And now we're gonna get to one that's near and dear to your heart, soldier. Oh no. 
Yes, something that uh, is still going on to this day, uh, the C murder case. Uh, allow me to uh, set the background for everybody who does not know what I'm talking about. So uh, back in 2000, uh, C murder uh, releases his uh, third album, Trapped in Crime. The song, the hit song, Down from My Ends, is uh, oh fuck it, this is uh, this grown people podcast. The hit song. That's a classic song. The the hit song Down for My Niggas uh, is on that album. C Murder is enjoying success individually, even though No Limit, the uh the ship is starting to sink. But uh he goes to he's in a nightclub one night doing a performance, and uh a sixteen year old by the name of Steve Thomas, who according to his parents was the biggest No Limit fan, which I heavily dispute because there's no bigger No Limit fan than myself. That's but uh, it's all right. You said you said that's a fact. That's a fact that you're the biggest No Limit fan. You have all the Cheerios and uh, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and and then I quote. Don't forget and, he and, bought the cars, the house. The <laughs> I was about to say that. I was about to go back to the go back to the archives. Do you know how many people you paid? <laughs> By buying all the 24 No Limit albums. <laughs> but, uh, yes, but yeah, so so Steve Thomas is a 16 year old, and he sneaks into the club. Uh, that now mind you, he's 16. You gotta be 21 to get in the club. He somehow sneaked into the club C Murder was performing at. According to his parents, he was the biggest uh, No Limit fan, but C Murder was his favorite artist out of them all. Uh, his room was filled with posters of C Murder. And uh, Master P and Silk the Shocker, he had all the CDs and what have you. So uh, this kid is excited to me- that he's going to potentially meet C-Murder. Even takes aluminum foil and, like, wraps them around his teeth to give off the impression that he has grills in his mouth. Wow. Didn't know that. I, I yeah. That. <laughs> and, uh, well, of course you've you done that. that. <laughs> you was on your little John, wasn't you? Yes. <laughs> I actually did. Yes, I actually did. So uh, eventually Steve Thomas gets to meet C-Murder and his entourage And something goes wrong uh, Apparently they end up into a confrontation Allegedly uh, C-Murder act- said to him Do you know who the fuck I am? And, he, and Steve Thomas says I don't, I don't care who you are And a little a scuffle breaks out Somebody sees a muzzle flash And Steve Thomas ends up on the floor dead Um... Now, the case has been kind of crazy because at first, the first trial was declared a mistrial. C-Murder walked free. They had a second trial, and he got convicted. Uh, the way he got convicted, because in in the state of Louisiana, nowadays in 2020, to get convicted on a capital murder charge, you have to have a unanimous uh, vote from the jurors. Back then, he got convicted on an 8-2, to two, so 10 jurors, 8 of them said guilty, 2 of them said not guilty. Uh, the crazy thing is, um, there were people, several people who, um, who went to the prosecutor and the cops and said that C-Murder didn't do it. Somebody who was actually the gunman, uh, went and, and, uh, admitted that, that they did it. And the prosecutor, of course, didn't do anything about it. And that would be a theme in Louisiana because there's another, uh, no limit, uh, murder charge that we could talk about later on, uh, where the similar things happen. But uh, a lot of people say that uh, C-Murder was a target, and they were glad they finally got him. Um, C-Murder, to this day, maintains his innocence. Um, but yeah, it just it is it, weird to me that two things are weird. 
And a lot of people um, accuse the cops and the and the DA and the prosecutor of, of all this crooked stuff. Because I don't know how somebody could walk up to the police station and say, yo, you got the wrong guy. I did it. And they still locked the wrong man up. Yeah. And I got a, I got a question. What was up with that bouncer? We've seen in the No Limit Chronicles when, when, when they actually had the bouncer come in the interview. And the cops, correct me if I'm wrong, they coerced him to say that Steve Murder did it. Is that true? Bro, the co- those crooked cops, they threatened people with, because uh, a lot of these people that were in that club were either on probation or or had cases from years ago. So what they would do, they'd be like, oh, we'll put you back in jail if you don't tell us what we want to hear. And of course, when you talk to the cops, everything is recorded, written down, transcripts. But uh, yeah, a lot of people say, a lot of people were forced to say C-Murder did it. And now years later, after the fact, they're saying that uh, they were forced into or co- coerced into making those statements. But my whole thing is, if somebody is a huge fan of yours, why would you turn around and kill them? That doesn't make sense to me either. It, it doesn't make sense at all. And the way that they described it, they said that that the kid was on the ground, he was getting beat up, and then the shot went off. Like, I don't understand that part at all with, based on angles and everything going on. It, it's sad that the kid lost his life. Very, it really is. It's, and it's, the family, it's really sad. It's really sad. It's a horrible and thing. thing I, and, I know, and I know this is not just justifying what C Murder did, even though it's uh, even though allegedly, he, allegedly. But why was a sixteen-year-old using a fake ID at that club? Yeah, he used his cousin's ID. And which, you know, yeah, which which falls back on the club because your security wasn't checking to see. Exactly. Using, like, like obviously, you using somebody else's ID, the pictures are not going to match. Exactly. But you, you and, were going to say QG. And and correct me if I'm wrong. See, Mer- he had other charges on him prior to this, right? Yeah, he had a charge where uh, club rags, a, a, a club rags, something like that. Yeah, a couple months before, he was in a different club, and he had pulled the gun out of his waistband, and 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 just, he didn't fire it, but he uh. He pointed it at the security of a club and, and threatened to shoot him. So that didn't help him either. Oh, it was an incident in 2001. Yep. I think that was in Club Rags for what I was told. Yeah, it was in, it was in Baton Rouge when it went down. That, the, all, and then what really, what really puzzled me about this whole thing was the way that the prosecution used murders lyrics against him. And his name. And his what name. does that? What I'm like? What is that? What are you doing? You're bringing up songs as to oh yeah oh he must be a murderer because his name is C Murder and he talks about shooting this and killing that and I was like are you kidding me? You're kidding me. What is what does this have to do with the case? Nothing. They really had it out for this man and then and and then when they got him like you said uh, Al is like oh yo yeah yo we finally got him and. Look at all the controversy and all the stuff that's taking place after the fact. Because you see, after the No Limit Chronicles debuted, you see how it all opened back up. You got all these people talking now. Yeah, and people like Monica, who dated him for a while, trying to get him out. Uh, I know Kim Kardashian uh, went up to Donald Trump to try to get him pardoned. So, yeah. I mean, people, I personally believe he didn't do it because. If he did it, A, I don't think any, because freedom, freedom is something nobody would want to give up. 
So why would somebody just go to the cops and be like, yo, you got the wrong guy. I'm the one who did it. Do you feel Master P was correct when he said, I told Snoop, I told, I told C-Murder not to be in these areas. You can't, you can't, I understand you want to keep it real. You from the hood, but you, 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 you a millionaire. You got all this and all that. You got to stop going to these neighborhoods and stop going to these clubs. Because they're because it's gonna get you in trouble. What, what's yeah, your he, take? Yeah, he's right because he's right. He's right because when you have a certain amount of money or you achieve a certain status in society, a people gonna look up to you as a role model, and b there are gonna be people around you that only want you around because you have money. I guarantee that entourage he was with that night at the club when that shooting happened, none of them are checking for him in prison. Nope. I can almost guarantee it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, when you get above, and I, and, and I know a lot of people will get mad because, oh, nobody keeps it real, and when people get money, they leave the hood and they don't come back. But street street cred don't do nothing for you in the grand scheme of things. No, it don't. Like, no. it's funny, because, like, if there, there's, a, there's a documentary uh, that, that on YouTube. I, uh, uh, if you just search up New Orleans hoods, um, you'll see it, and they go back to the Calio projects before it tore down. This is before uh, before uh, Katrina happened, and people are like, "Yo, fuck Master." People for, and ma- remember Master P they and, and Silk. They were like, "Yo, yes. fuck Master P." Yeah, they were like, wow. "Fuck Master P." Uh, he don't keep it real. C Murder is the only one that 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 stayed in the hood. But why would you want to stay in that environment? Exactly. Because nine times out of ten, you're gonna be a target still. Even especially when you when you when you got the money. I mean, like, I I hate to bring this guy up. I mean, I hate to bring this. Look at Nipsey, man. Poor him. Come on now. First of all, yes, he was in the hood, but at least he was trying to give back to the community. He yeah, was trying he was to help the community. and trying to do business in there, yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, I, I, I don't really know what attention C-Murder was going with. Maybe he was trying to do something positive for his community or his neighborhood. Who knows? But to me, it's like a 50-50. Maybe, but I'm going. I'm going to have to agree with Al at times. And street cred is not in the greatest. Street cred don't do nothing for you, but get you in trouble. I rather have the riches and live in a house in Beverly Hills than have to worry about my street cred. Like, 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 if I'm in Beverly Hills and I want to think about the community, I wouldn't mind. Like, yo, let me, let me, let me help the community of something. Like, I may be afar, but I want to have talks about it. Like if you look at every successful rapper that ever made it big, they all left. They all left. Biggie didn't Biggie move to like Teaneck, New Jersey, or some shit like that. Biggie had an estate in Jersey. Yeah. Biggie moved to Jersey. Uh, Pac was living up where when he was on death row and like um, I think it was like in Chino Hills or some shit like that. Somewhere, somewhere out there in 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 um in California, it, it probably was Chino Hills. He was out there. Um. When you, when you yeah. look at I mean, Fifty Cent. He was in Connecticut at one point. Yeah, he yeah, had. Like, a, he bought. He bought Mike Tyson's former mansion. He yeah. He moved out to CT. There's yeah, no like, way. There's no way you could sell 10 million copies and still live in Southside Jamaica Queens. No way. I don't see that either. Yeah, bro. Like once once you once you make it big, the hood is not for you because they're gonna try to take your money, man. But I don't think C Murder did it. Because multiple, like all, all, almost every witness that that's, that took the stand is, is changing their story, 
You got a guy saying that he's the one that did it. Like, come on, man. Let the man go. Free C murder, man. Do you think that there's a possible, like, with everything going on, do you think C murder will ever see the light of day? I don't think so. Usually <laughs> things like that, if they're going to happen, it take years. It's already been years. He's been in jail since 2009, dogs. We in 2020. He's been yeah. locked down 11 years. He probably ain't coming out. Yeah, it's a... And then and then and then they made you like ref. Didn't Johnson Johnson's family vacation make a reference of him when they threw the CD out the car? Yeah. Yep. Like C murder. Wait, C murder didn't shoot anybody. Well, with a name like that, he did. Shot. I'm like, really? See, see, that's a problem. But uh, going from somebody who didn't beat the murder case to someone who did. Uh, up next, mm. Snoop Dogg murder trial. Murder was the case that they gave him. So uh, the Snoop Dogg murder trial is very unique because uh, as the story goes, um, of course, Snoop Dogg is a crip. This is in the early 90s when Snoop first get on death row. Uh, I believe this happened uh, while he was in the time period he recorded Doggy Style. That's correct. Uh, he had an issue with a with a rival gang member uh, named Philip Waldemarium. Uh, there was some altercation at the park between um, Snoop's bodyguard and this young man. Uh, later on in the same day, Snoop and the bodyguard, I believe they go to get something to eat, and they encounter this guy. And during the encounter, uh, Philip ends up dead. Did I get that correct? You got that correct. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Uh, so, so now apparently they said that the bodyguard was the one that killed Philip and not Snoop. But because yes. Snoop was there... And obviously the bodyguard's not famous. Snoop is famous. So, right. so, so Snoop you, again, is it's being, that it's that connection of someone being famous. That's the target. So and allegedly, allegedly Snoop was driving. Yep. So they try to get Snoop on a murder case. Yeah, and um, according to the bodyguard, when they did this uh, thing behind the music, he said, "I looked in that man's eyes, either." He was going to go, or I was going to go. So the bodyguard pulled his gun first. And, you know, they shot in self-defense, snooping, um, and the bodyguard flee the scene. And what really did it for me, remembering this entire thing, there was a warrant out for Snoop's arrest. And Snoop, while the album was being promoted, while the album was being pushed, the uh, MTV Awards, Snoop was scheduled to perform and the cops were all over that place looking for Snoop. They know he's there. They know he's going to perform. He's on the run. He comes to the show to perform. Murder was the case. They had him come out in a wheelchair, which was, if you follow the song and the, and the music video, it's very, it's very, it's very graphic, very, very descriptive. And the choir is in the background. You see the casket on the stage. It is one of the most legendary performances ever. And Snoop is doing the song. And towards the end of the song, he says, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. And then the lights go off and the crowd is on their feet cheering. And when Snoop goes backstage, they arrest him. And the, 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 this whole legal red tape was going on. It was all in the press. And once again, gentlemen, who was Snoop Dogg's lawyer? David Kenner. And? Mm -hmm. Was it Cochran? He had no. Cochran. Yeah, Cochran. That's what he I thought. Had Johnny he Cochran. Had, if you guys remember, Snoop Snoop said it himself at the House of Blues. He's like, 
this is going to be bigger than the O.J. Simpson case. <laughs> that he was like, O.J. He's like free like O.J. all day. Like they 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 were saying that. So you know, Snoop had a dream team himself, and both Snoop and his bodyguard were acquitted of the charges. Yeah, by a by a racially diverse jury type too. Oh yeah, I mean again we. We look at California. We look at what was going on. I mean, you had the you had the Rodney King incident. You had the L.A. riots. You had all this stuff going on. You had the O.J. Simpson thing going on. A lot. California was on fire. So with this situation going on, and you remember, they tried everything they could to ban Snoop Dogg's album. They tried to get Snoop Snoop album sold five to six million copies. You can't stop what's hot. Especially a protege of Dr. Dre. Ha! <laughs> You know, that was, Snoop, he was a target of other cases. Right. He he had other cases before, you know what I mean? But this one here was so big and high profile, man, and and, and, and you were saying Candy Man, he had a target on him. Yeah, he was a target of Bob Dole and C. Dolores Tucker. Um oh, yeah. I, I remember that pile of CDs and Snoop Dogg was in the pile. Oh, uh, they ran over it with a steamroller. Yep. But uh so, I mean, but obviously, I think Snoop's innocent because he didn't even fire the gun. Exactly. The bodyguard did what he was assigned to do. This person was labeled as, again, it's sad somebody lost their life. We weren't there, but this is based on the testimonies. And he said it. Either I was going to go or he was going to go. He pulled the gun. I pulled mine. I tried. Classic self-defense. And then then comes the Murder Was the Case album. You're going to win the king. You save me. Crazy right. how Snoop told that story prior to everything. Yep. And then of all things, you put Nate Dogg and Nancy Fletcher on the song. <laughs> I mean, you had Ricky Harris in the video and everything, man. You had uh, um, Heron also, who was a yes, he was. affiliate, one of Suge Knight's homeboys. He was also on the skit and everything, so... Oh man, what a story! But now we're gonna go down south. Yep, and uh, QG, you want to tell us about a Ti and the gun case? Oh boy. Okay, this was a big one. This was a big one. I, and you know what? A lot of people made jokes. A lot of people said 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 a lot of crazy things about it. And we're gonna get into it. And uh, it was October thirteenth of two thousand and seven. The the feds, four hours before the BET Hip Hop Awards, I'll never forget it, because the awards show was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. T.I. was charged with two felonies, possessions of three unregistered machine guns and two silencers, and possessions of a firearm by a convicted felon. You know, T.I. had charges before. Remember, prior to T.I. coming out with Urban Legend, this is after trap music. T.I. was in jail for a minute. He was and in jail too. I'm serious too. Yes. Yes. He was in jail for that. Yes. And again, a lot of it was drug charges, pistol charges. And then when he came out of jail, when Urban Legend, Urban Legend blew up. So now T.I. Is, is, is huge. He's a huge star now. So what happened was the arrest was made uh, at a downtown shopping center which the witnesses uh, identified as a Walgreens. And um, T.I. was arrested after allegedly trying to purchase the guns from a cooperating witness. Now, what does this sound like to you guys? This whole thing was a setup. 
They mm-hmm. had somebody set CI up, and they had they had wires. They had they had all this stuff. And again, this is the Bureau of the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives. Oh wait, is this where Alpha Mega comes into? This is this this is when Alpha Mega comes in. Uh-oh. And according according to the feds, the witnesses said. They said that the witness had been cooperating with the authorities prior to the arrest. So this witness was already facing charges of of trying to purchase guns. Mm. So this whole thing, according according to that, was the witness was working with T.I.'s bodyguard. They were in cahoots, setting up T.I. So... It was like, oh man, like, what's going to happen here? The bail was $3 million, which T.I. posted. T.I. was required to remain home. And, you know, he, he, he could only go out at the time for court appearances and medical appointments. When I heard about this, I said, yo, T.I.'s done. With the amount and of guns that they caught him up with, I said, nah, he's finished. And and, ahead, this is, and this is around the time that he 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 was really successful with the album King. Oh, and mate! He, I mean, go ahead. I mean, ATL was out. The movie was a success. He was cooking. But and ahead, a lot girl. of people was looking at him funny because I don't know if y'all remember, but he had that show. I think it was on MTV. I forget the name of it. Where he was like trying to like mentor youth that had like been in trouble with the law. Yes, yes, that's what you're right, Al. Because he did he did have that show. I forgot what it was called too, and it was really known. It was playing almost every day, and that's why people looked at him weird. Al, you're right because he they was like, "Were you just showing the youth to how to stay out of trouble, and you still getting in trouble?" Right. That was amazing. So and and, and, and QG, I thought he was done too. I thought his career. Was I, I thought Ti was going to do life. I thought he was going to do some crazy years with the amount of weapons that they said they had him for. So. The be-all, end-all was he had a year of house arrest, 1,500 hours of community service, and also he was sentenced to one year and one day in prison. He was ordered he to pay $100,000 fine at that one time. $100,300. $100, he had to pay 100300 for the federal charges. The sentence was reduced from an original maximum of, of, of 10 years. And a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine with a plea bargain. This is and where a, the whole thing. This is where they started joking on him, saying he was a snitch. Because it's like, how do you get your sentence reduced after getting caught with all that stuff? Right. A lot. A lot of shots was being thrown in hip hop. I'm not. I mean. Uh, I mean. I, I don't want to mention the name who who was who was doing the who was doing the shots. But it was put out there like like how are you how's that possible that you could do that. And for a long time, he's been he, he had that he had that stigma on him. But you mentioned Alpha Mega. I'm glad you mentioned that. Can you elaborate on that, Mac? Oh boy. Uh, yeah, because I never because Alpha Mega was at one point associated with Ti, right? He was on Grand Hustle. He was on Grand Hustle as well. He was in the Squad. Yeah, he was on Grand Hustle, and. Ugh, when when I when I, I I I wasn't really much of a big fan of Alpha Mega as that as that much, but um when that whole thing 
found I think it was around what uh um when was it? I think it was in January. I think it was just as the new year started around oh nine. That's when um he, he I remember he was trying to do his debut album. I think it was called I Am Alpha Mega because I kept hearing about that so many times yeah, because yeah. he was really yeah, getting promoted definitely. Yeah, but, that was his debut. But 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 then I heard that his album got shelved, and I was like, "Geez, I wonder why that is." I didn't even hear his name yet until they brought up the whole thing when he was part of the DEA informant, like he was in cahoots with the DEA, DEA to set up Ti. So then I'm like, "What is that? Yo, is that really serious?" I'm like, and the worst part is he came off as a hypocrite because on. Uh, uh, um, on <clears throat> on the BG and Chopper City Boys album, uh, Concrete oh, Jungle, uh, he, Concrete, uh, he he was featured on the song, huh? Yeah, thank you for pointing that out. The Concrete Jungle track. Yeah, he was on the song Keep It Real with with, with BG and and uh and Gar. Gar. And he and he and he had the most infamous line in the whole fucking song. He said, "I shoot you in your heart before I stab you in your back." Yeah, right, nigga. Mm. Yeah, bad, bad move on his end. Bad. Go again with the lyrics. You see? It's, it's, mm -mm, it's just. I don't know how Ti was able to survive this one, guys. And the moment that happened, he got released heavily. Or Ti said, "Hell no, release this motherfucker." And the word, and and when Ti, when Ti knew he was going to jail, he started super quick on 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 uh making all these songs and music videos and. He recorded the Paper Trail album. Yeah, he was working. That is a fact. It's like, so, damn, man, he signed you and you still stabbed him in the back? Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, T.I. to this day, you know, he's he's done things for the community. He he, he faced this thing. Um, he, still, he still, you know, he was able to put out music and have success and do radio and everything. And I, I, he, he's lucky, man. I mean, he he didn't really do much of like music ever since that specific case. Well, I, I mean, mean, after that, you should have his album. Yeah, well, I mean, 08 and or yeah. 2010, whichever. But after that, it wasn't really much of. Who you, you talking about? Ti? Yeah. Or what was it? What no, was he that? had albums after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Ti is who we're talking about. He still was able to put out records. Yeah, after that whole debacle, he had a no yeah, mercy and like, trouble, man. Uh, whatever you like, and all that stuff. But I mean, he's more like toned down to be a bit of an activist now. He don't really he does music, but he don't do much anymore. I guess he's you know he's yeah. settled, settled down for he's his in a position. position where he doesn't have to. He he's in a position where he doesn't have to record. He'll do it mm-hmm. if he if he feels like it. But you know he's more taking care of his kids and his family and pushing and it. It was so, and back to Alpha Mega. He was he. This ain't the first time he got caught participating with the DEA. Right. Before I was turned, because he had another case. I mean, unfortunately, we got to bring this up. He had another case in the 90s, or I think it was 98 or somewhere about a heroin, uh, heroin case. And supposedly he was working with the DEA then. So I, I don't know. Maybe T.I. just didn't really research much of this guy. I mean, it's again, it sucks what happened to T.I. about that. And I mean, whatever Alpha Mega is, I mean, God bless him. But. These, these, oof. it's just like what we're talking about in this episode is just like, sheesh, it's just so much going it's on. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, 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 and since we're since we're that, 
Here we go again. We're back to your man, Alfred. Uh, Big Shug, second uh, second conviction. Um, you might as well call I, him Nino Brown for some reason. I don't know, man. So I'm you assuming this. I'm assuming this is where on the straight of the Compton set where he mowed the man down. Why? Why was he on that set? Because he's Big Shug. He that had, was my. That was you, my biggest problem. You like, cannot Shug. talk about Compton without talking uh, about Big Shug. But this, but this is this is the situation. He showed up at the end of club video shoot too. For Fifty Cent. Yes. Yeah. Believe it or not. Because when they were shooting it in California, this dude. Long story short, Shug Knight shows up at the set. Now you know Dre is there. You know M is there. Everything like that. D12, G Unit. There's a standoff with Shug. 50 Cent is at the top of, a, of, a, of, of like the balcony, laughing, yeah. looking down from what I'm hearing. So it's like, Shug, you're going to look for trouble? What are you doing? Are you on probation? <laughs> no, Big Shug is a boss, man. He can show up wherever he wants, man. This has got nothing to do with being a boss and showing oh. up to wherever he wants. When you they, look in at his, the- they in his backyard, man. Oh, that's got nothing to do with it. Like, okay, if, 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 if you're going to show up, you're showing up to start something. What are you showing up for? You're showing up to you're showing up to cause an incident. We know the history between him and Dre and everybody else. So Sugar's like, oh, oh yeah, they shooting a uh, movie out here. Well, let me go out there. Let me see what's going on. What you think he's going out there for? He's not going out there to shake hands. No. You can't he want, trust him. He, he want to see why they was on his turf. That's got no. Uh, no. Oh, no, it, we it, don't it, that so, so 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 he owns Compton. Come on, man. It's turf. Them days are over, man. But you you heard what Reggie Reggie Wright Sr. said on uh Yep, there's that name again. Reggie Wright Sr. Yeah, but, Reggie Wright Sr. No, no but, one cares But look at this. Look at but look at this. And, and and you and you can look at the video footage. January 29th of 2015, Suge crashed his car into two men, killing Terry Carter, who was his friend. His friend and co-founder of Heavyweight Records and Shug fled the scene. That's crazy, man. And like, like, and it's like witnesses. The witnesses said that Knight followed the men to a burger stand parking lot after an argument on the Straight Outta Compton set. He got into an argument with these guys, and they said that the collision looked intentional. That footage is horrifying. Shug says that he acted in self-defense. When I saw the video, when I saw the video, I said, what, what, what is going on here? Supposedly, I heard that, what was his name? Bone was one of the Bone, other two? Bone, Bone from Training Day. Yeah, Bone, That's damn. The That's the same dude. The same Klee dude that Shaheed. was in Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah, Klee uh, Shaheed. Shaheed Sloan. Yep, Sloan. I'm like, really? He, he got a fractured foot. And he's and he's and he's like done with his gang days. He already turned his life. So so all of I mean you guys saw the video, right? Yeah, I remember the video. And I, yeah, I, what was what was your reaction when you saw the video? Anybody can answer first. I I was like, oh shit. I just I was just like, this guy just don't learn. He tried to hit the brake and hit accelerate by mistake. Ain't no mistake. He know what he was doing. You sure about that, Alfred? I don't know about mistake. Why would he try to hit the brake when the car wasn't moving? 
You asking car, me que- you asking me questions I don't have the answer to. The car because the car he he the car was not moving. He got into a conversation with these guys, and then all of a sudden the car the car moves, runs over one, backs up another. I I, I, I was like, oh my lord, like what is going on? I said, sugar's finished. He's done. He's this is on camera. You've had issues before, Suge. Now you got this. Hang- this somebody died, man. And you on tape. It's over for him. And the ramifications behind it, like, like after the case, Suge was hospitalized. He told the, the judge and jury he was suffering from blindness. He had complications. He needs medical attention. He passed out in court. He yeah, when he read the verdict. Like, the bail, $25 million bail. Mm. And then it got reduced to 10. This is a man that had $100 million to his name. This was truly the fall of Suge. That was the true fall for him and anymore. Like, besides the Vegas thing and, you know, you know, the fall was also happening around the time of after Pac death, but then the Vegas is like, eh. but this, it was over. It was like, oh, it was man. like three strikes you out. And the three strikes you're out rule, and which is big in California. Absolutely. No matter what. Yeah. Tough you For those of y'all who don't know what the three strikes rule is, if you get uh, three felonies in California, the third one comes with a life sentence. Uh, Lord. Strike one. Now let me oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> ain't no why'd game like a game of hardball. Why'd you start? What you mean? Why'd you start singing? Good thing you said stop. <laughs> I don't know why y'all play my singing, man. Because it's painful. All right, but from Big Sugar, we're gonna go oh, to here a, comes uh, another one. Here comes here comes another one of your boys. Another one of my boys, uh, BG. Wah. See, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring that up of all things. I said, I said prior to this that there wasn't going to be any jokes, but that, but but that's a joke right there. How is that a joke? Before every verse, he'd be like, "Wah." Sounds like a baby swallowing an auto tune device. Oh, <laughs> that's not funny. Uh, so pretty much, uh, BG, uh, former hot boy, Chopper City boy, Cash Money. Um, and back in 2009, he got pulled over by a, uh, by a cop traffic stop and they found guns in the car. Um, it's unfortunate because, you know, BG has had prior cases and he was a con- former convicted felon. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're ex felon getting caught with guns in the car. No good could come of that. Um, BG maintains that, um, the guns weren't his; they were planted. But it's it's just sad because BG is actually one of my. Uh, I know on a worldwide level he like fell off after Bling Bling. He left Cash Money, but uh, he was uh, one of my favorites uh, of all time. But yeah, they found loaded magazines and extended clips and even drugs uh, when he got pulled over and they searched the vehicle. And uh, yeah. Uh, he appeared in court. He entered a not guilty plea, and in 2012, he was sentenced to 14 years uh, for gun possession and witness tampering. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Like and, when I heard the news. And and two of the guns they found were reported stolen, which made it even worse. Right. 
Because when I heard when I heard about the situation, I said, "Oh no, not BG." I mean, uh, much like you said, when it came to cash money and everything, BG was one of my favorites as well because he stood out, and and I liked his verses. And again, what do you have here? You have a routine traffic stop. What is a routine traffic stop nowadays? And you know, he's. I mean, the man was leaving his home. Was he being watched? Like, what? What, what do you mean? Well, I don't know, the but he. They the say he left. The, they say he left his girlfriend's house. Right. And was in a totally different part of town when he got stopped. He was in his girlfriend's house is uptown. He got stopped in Eastern No. Amazing. You. You can't even go anywhere anymore. Like, like, like you're leaving. You're leaving where you're leaving, and you go to another part of town, and then, and then they pull you over. And then it's. I remember too seeing the the pictures of him in court, and and just that sentence, man, fourteen years. I was like, oh man. And at that time, was he still signing cash money, Alfred? Oh no, this oh, is this, this, this is uh, Grand Hustle. Gone. This is okay, hustle. So I know we make fun, I make fun of the video and stuff. So that the song was already out. The album was already out. Yeah, um, the album was uh, "Too Hood to Be Hollywood." Right. And oh man. Yeah, and of man. course, once again, the judges kept talking about people's lyrics about murdering young people. Of course. Because he was part of that. Because he was a victim of that shit, too. Oh, yeah. That, who was it? That ginger bitch? What ginger bitch? No, oh, I forgot the judge name. That's why I said that. <laughs> it, I mean, you kind of notice how this whole thing gets gets on with um, where you have a female judge and you have these other rappers that, you know... Uh, these other female rappers that come about, it's like it's 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 like kind of ill, you know what I'm saying? To it's like it's almost like a setup. It's like a setup, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like that's and and you know what the thing is, we got more people to talk about, but when they talk certain things of the lyrics, that's what the that's what the court is going to take as evidence. It's like, well, you talk about this in your lyrics, so what can you do? Exactly. What especially you when do? you do it, and especially when you talk about it countless times, they're gonna use that partially against you. And that's happened to many rappers, including the next upcoming name soon. Yep, and the uh, the next one, uh, Tupac. Uh, this is my favorite Tupac case because uh, wait, this is your favorite Tupac. <laughs> case? Wait, yeah. what? This is my favorite Tupac. I've never case. heard somebody would say that, man. Your favorite Tupac case. Wait, why, why I can't I have a favorite Tupac case? Since when is a case your favorite? Well, out of all the troubles he been in, this one is my favorite because he this shouldn't even been trouble. So, uh, Tupac was gonna be on um, Menace to Society, which was directed by the Hughes brothers, and something happened between him and the Hughes brothers. They told him to leave, and he whooped their ass. And then he incriminated himself when he went on Yo MTV Raps. The footage is out there, folks. Y'all can go see it. And he starts talking about how he beat their ass and, and uh, Ed Lover tried to cover his mouth. <laughs> nah, nah. You know what? And again, I mean, do you want to get into the details of what led to the fight? You you could tell the people. All right. Well, basically, uh, the situation with Pac and the Hughes brothers, 
we all know Menace to Society was, you know, done by the Hughes brothers. And Pac was scheduled to be in the film. Was he and supposed to schedule was he supposed to be Sharif, I think? The character the character that he was supposed to play was Sharif. Sharif. Everybody everybody that knows of Menace Sharif was the Muslim. Muslim. Muslim friend. I think Pac would have done a good job. I mean, I, uh, I, I, I respect the other person who did it, too. You know why Pac was upset? Because he didn't like how they just threw him in there together with no back Let me tell the whole world. All right, tell All you did with Oh, no. I just had to do it. Sorry. Right. It, it felt so good to have Pop being part of the show. Oh, uh, absolutely. Right, right. Uh, yeah, shout out to Tupac. Uh, what happened was, you know, he wanted a backstory of why Sharif became Muslim. Why is he doing what he was doing? He, he according to the other artists and the, and the actors and actresses, Pac wanted to be something like a, a O Dog or A Wax. Like he wanted something <laughs> to that degree. So what happened um, was, I don't know about A Wax, man. <laughs> I, I mean, on the set, I mean, you know, Shakur, he got into a fight. He he was replaced by Vonte Sweet after the assault. Basically, they got into an argument and Pac. You know, Pac ran up on him, and then Pac's homeboys ran up on him, and then I, they, I know Tyron. I know Tyron Turner always gets tired of that whole describe the whole Pac situation. Oh, 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 man! They asked him on Vlad TV, and he says he wasn't. He was on the set. He seen people running. He he wasn't even there for the fight. He just seen people run towards towards somebody at that at the limo because because the other brother was in the limo. And then they just jumped on both of them. And, and, and it's like Pop was talking about it. The... But, I mean, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to lie. Uh, I, again, just from his bravado on, uh, on Yo! MTV Raps, that, that, this makes that, this makes it my, my, uh, my favorite case, man. He did 15 I... days in jail for it. I mean, I, I, I still don't see him doing AWACS. Maybe Sharif, but AWACS? Nah, MCA destroyed that role. Oh, yeah, MCA was too tough for that. This this happened in this happened in 94, and, um, you know, Pop, you know, he, he was found guilty of the assault, and, and, you know, it happened. It's a shame that that happened, because I would have loved to see Pac in that movie, Especially at the time when Juice was in high demand and everything, Pac was really pushing, and then you know, poetic justice. So it would have been different to see him in uh, Menace, especially with MC8 in there and all these other guys. It would have been different. It would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. It would have been crazy. And um, as Pac would say, you know, he felt the judge was very fair. He was as fair as he could be. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Let me let me stop quoting. Uh, and then from Tupac, 
we go to another case that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I clearly forgot about this case, to be honest. Mac yeah, from Nolan yeah, yeah. Me Record. Yeah, and the question is, when'd you get out, Mac? Oh, God, not this one. I ain't uh, talking about me. I don't know nothing about this case. So, 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 Al, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tell this story. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, so there was a uh, artist on no- Masterpiece No Limit Records. He wasn't as big or, or known as C Murder, and this actually happened before before C Murder. Uh, so, how was that? Was this on one two four? I remember. You said it was it one two? No, two thousand and one. Like was it oh one? No, this was in two thousand. Oh, so, so, oh uh, yeah, in LA. No, this wasn't in LA. This was in uh in Louisiana. Um, Louisiana, sorry. I'm getting my so um Mac from No Limit was gonna perform at this club, and uh the name of the club was Club Mercedes. But before Mac could take the stage, a fight broke out, uh and uh, and it's alleged that uh, Mac killed a 19 year old, uh after the 19 year old was trying to break up the fight. Uh, then a couple days later, uh, Matt gets arrested and charged with second degree murder. He ended up getting convicted of manslaughter and was sentenced to 30 years. Um, he was sentenced to 30 years in 2001. He ain't getting out till 2031. So he still got 11 years to go. He had have been out already if he would have took a plea bargain, but he, he maintained his innocence. Um, the case has gone so far that killer Mike has actually been an advocate for him. And uh, we've mentioned Killer Mike and his efforts for the culture and, and for black people as a whole numerous times on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2016, Mac asked for clemency uh, to be released from prison for time served. Uh, he, he maintains that he was wrongfully convicted and given an excessive sentence. Uh, since then, uh, and just like the C-Murder case, since the time it's happened till now, people have recanted their testimony and somebody actually went to the DA and the cops and said, Hey, I did it. But of course, Mac's still in jail. Um, just like with the C murder case, people were saying that they were co- coerced into, uh, giving false testimony to pin Mac because, uh, again, people that were there that night, they have records. They had warrants for other stuff and to avoid That's- jail time, they, they told the cops what they wanted to hear. Don't you think it's funny that 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 this happens to to both of these guys? Why why do you have these guys sentenced and then you got people recanting their statements and they're still in jail? And not, but this is all in Louisiana. And 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 also um, they used uh, Max lyrics against him, uh, particularly again. There and they did, the fuck, they did it so fucked up because all they did was take the chorus out of a song. Mac has a song called Murder, Murder, Kill, Kill, uh, where where the, the lyrics go, the hook goes, murder, murder, kill, kill, shit's real on the battlefield. And they just used the chorus, and that's what got the jury to go, go in that direction. Uh, back in 2013, a key eyewitness at the trial went to a private investigator and signed an affidavit saying she she was uh, coerced into uh, pinning Mac as the as the shooter. And the the, the worst part that that uh, the worst thing about it is Mac did have a gun on him that night. But of course, as a famous rapper, you at a nightclub at night, like you'd have a gun on you, of course. But I don't think they ever did a ballistics test or anything like that. 
Right. I, I haven't seen anything about any any ballistics test or, or anything. Because if they would have did a ballistics test and they could they could have proved that whether or not that bullet came from his gun, but hey. Right, right. It's just him, he's a rapper and they just all oh, well he, he said this in his lyrics, so let's just lock him up. Then they say wasn't there a situation with a witness saying that he saw dead in his eye that he shot the kid, but they said it was it was impossible because he was outside of the club when this happened? Yep. But, hey, man, uh, I mean, it's fucked up because when you're somebody who was there and you got prior cases or you got open cases and the cops tell you, well, we'll just sweep your stuff under the rug if you just tell us what we want to hear real quick. Mm -hmm. That's that's dirty policing, man. But it all goes back to what Master P said. You got money now. You 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 everybody know who you are. Why would you? Why would you put why would you put yourself in those clubs, man? You didn't, went, you didn't went overseas and you didn't went overseas and performed in, in front of sold out crowds of, of almost hundreds of thousands to a million people. Where are you going back in these clubs performing for two hundred and fifty people for? Prior no. to all this prior to all this, what would you rate Mac as a rapper? Oh, he was, I think he was the best lyricist on No Limit as far as metaphors, wordplay, lyricism. Mm. Nice. Uh, I know, y'all can't buy it now. I mean, I got a physical copy, but if you ever get a chance to hear Shell Shock by Mac, it's on Apple Music, folks. Yeah, yeah, I heard Shell Shock. Shell Shock was good. Uh, Go listen to Shell Shock. It'll fuck your head up. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're in New Orleans. Yep, we yeah. we are staying in New Orleans. Yeah. We're gonna yeah, talk about we're gonna talk about Lil Wayne and the gun charge. Uh, QG, you wanna catch us up to speed? Well, this incident took place in uh, July twenty second of two thousand and seven. Wayne was in New York. He was performing at the Beacon Theater, and they discovered that Wayne and another person was smoking near the tour bus. And they took Wayne into custody, and the police said that they discovered a 40 caliber on him, and the gun was registered to his manager. And uh, apparently, it was in a bag located, you know, near the wrapper. And, and Wayne was charged with, with uh, criminal possession of, of a weapon and marijuana. And I, I, I remember hearing something about they're saying that Ja Rule was around. I think think Ja Rule was in the area, and the cops the cops actually detained both of them. Is this the same time when they performed the song Uh Oh? Yeah, it, it's around that time when they performed Uh Oh. Like I forgot all detain, about I forgot all about that song. How do you detain both of them? Yeah, <laughs> this was for Ja Rule's album, and you know Wayne at the time was the hottest out. So now you know it's like that's crazy, the whole situation that went down. Like you see how. When you get hot, when you at a certain level, you become more of a target. So now Wayne is being watched everywhere, like right outside by the tour bus. Then he gets approached. And Wayne has had other charges after this, which oh is crazy. God. Oh, man, he's had, he's had, he has a lot of other charges as far as weapons. Especially weapons, man. Uh, weapons is yeah. and, re- and remember, he was given a one-year sentence where he was in Rikers. He was in Rikers in 2010, if you guys remember that. Yep. Yeah, I do. And um, 
wasn't that this time uh, he had an album. He was a sec. Uh, he he broke. He he did the Tupac. He was behind bars and the album debuted at number one. Yeah. Which album was it? What was this in 2010? 2010. Hold on, I'll tell it's you. Rebirth. I think it was Rebirth, right? No, I don't think it was Rebirth. Oh. I, uh, well, Rebirth did come out in 2010. I think I it was no, it was I am not a human being. That's what it was. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, both came out in in the same year. But I'm not a human being was around the time when this situation went down. Crazy. But um, out of, out of all places to get caught with a gun, New York is the worst. Yeah, I don't know what what you're thinking. Strictest you're gun right. law, strictest yeah. gun laws in America. Yeah. And you're right outside where you were performing. You're by your tour bus. You were on tour. You're by the Beacon Theater. Mm. Yep. Worst place possible. Yeah, but luckily, you know, again, the, the, you know, the be all end all, like we all say, you know, look, look where Wayne, Wayne is, you know, Wayne was able to weather that storm. Hopefully, you know, he, he, he keeps doing what he's doing. Stay out of trouble, guys. Watch yourselves out there. Yeah, but he still was like, ever since after jail, he got caught with a bunch of the lean syrup and more gun charges. It's like, dude. You're well at this time, even though I'm not going to say it in uh, on my uh, personal half that you're claiming like you're the hottest rapper right now. You know, you have your Carter three, which I think is overrated to this day, but it was the highest selling album in 08. I think I mean, he, he did get visited by a few people in jail, by the way. I know he Diddy did. was one of them. He got jail visits. He got he got he had a lot of people come see him. Yeah, and and he and just like T.I. did when he knew he was going to jail, Lil Wayne did all these music videos, did an album, features like crazy. But I will have to say, this, after him getting locked up, once he got out, because he only did a year, once he got out, his momentum slowed and he never gained it back. He never did gain it back, and that Especially, and that's another thing that the jail could do to you. And and I and you know that's why I tell people like once that jail thing happened. I mean, credit to, you know, his his signings of Nicki Minaj and Drake. They took over. As far as mainstream goes. Indeed. I mean, Wayne didn't come back with the Carter 4, but nah, sorry. Still, um, uh, no, Carter 5. Well, I mean, more more recent, if anything, his Kobe Bryant tribute was fantastic. Yeah. I enjoyed R. that. R.I.P. Kobe, it still don't feel real. Oh, it don't. Yeah, I know. But Shout out was, to the Lakers for winning it for Kobe Bean. Yeah, that's right. Sidebar: Lakers winning the championship. Told y'all so. Yeah, but Le, Le, LeBron, LeBron, you got two years left in LA. I need one more chip, baby. One more. Okay. Um, it's amazing where we're going with this whole thing. You, you realize we've we've stayed we've stayed in Louisiana for a good bit of this episode. Yeah. Because up next, who we got? Boosie. Boosie. <laughs> We're going to talk about Boosie. Boosie. Boosie, yes, Boosie. Now, here's a guy who got convicted of a murder charge and was given a life sentence, and he beat the life sentence on appeal. Amazing. Uh, Boosie is a regular on Vlad TV nowadays where, you know, it's funny because Vlad be asking him about shit that don't have nothing to do with him. <laughs> uh, yo, Vlad, 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 Vlad asking him about the Nipsey Hustle murder. 
because uh, he acts like an informant himself. Half but the time. you know what the scary part is that you mentioned this? You know, Boosie could have faced the death penalty. Yeah, he could have. That that's, was crazy. That's, and uh, well, let's get into the actual case of uh, of of Boosie. So, uh, so in two thousand eight, he was uh, actually no, in twenty ten. Sorry, he got indicted on a federal charge for first degree murder. He faced charges for three counts of possession with intent to distribute narcotics. Uh, three counts of conspiracy to commit possession with intent to distribute, and two counts uh, of conspiracy to introduce contraband into a penal institution. Uh, he maintained his innocence, uh, but the DA said that the killing claimed to be over turf. He could have faced the death penalty if convicted. Uh, the prosecutors also stated that Boosie may have been involved in at least five other murders. Uh, Boosie entered not a not guilty plea. Uh, his defense addressed the fact that the rapper had several ongoing cases, um, which he did. And in 2011, he got sentenced to eight years in state prison because he pleaded to the drug charges. However, uh, he was found not guilty of the murder. So. it's a, but, but then they also later proved that the drug charge was a setup. There was an informant who offered to provide codeine syrup for Boosie in exchange for help. You believe that? Yeah, but, uh, Boosie was on parole until 2018. Oh, man. I, I, I look at Boosie um, as a rapper. He's, uh, but when it comes to interviews, he makes me laugh. Oh, yeah. No, his interviews are fantastic. The, yeah, I, for those of y'all who want a funny Boosie interview, go watch Vlad TV when Vlad asks Boosie about... Uh, the uh, Nipsey Hustle murder. He gonna tell you to do that murder, Nipsey, quote unquote. He had hatred in his heart. The bitch ass had hatred in his heart. <laughs> that shit is funny. Boosie has no filter when it comes I to. I mean, interviews. no, Boosie, he'll, 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 he will tell you. You know he's what like, I mean? And, he's like, nah, man, come on, man. You see that? Nah, man, come on, man. But you know what? What's crazy is is when you look at the charges. You know, you got the drug charges, you got the distribution of narcotics, you got murder codeine, charges. you got cocaine, you got murder charges, you got all these and different things. murder too. Didn't he almost yeah. hire someone to kill, um, I think his girlfriend's uh, brother or something like that? I couldn't remember. Or the mother of it. I couldn't remember who it was, but it was like, yo, what the hell is this? I remember I remember how big that was when, when, when it was announced that Boosie was facing these charges. And it's like, is this man ever going to stay out of trouble? Is he ever going to recover and get his career back? I think, didn't he just get thrown out of a plane recently? He got thrown out of a plane? Like kicked off? I guess escorted off or something. I could remember, man. It's something about him in planes lately that just not sitting right. Well, Bougie's had a colorful year, because don't forget what he said about Dwayne Wade's child. Oh, man. He said, don't he, cut his he, dick he, off, bro. He was very vocal about that. And then uh, let's not forget uh, when he went on Instagram and put that video up talking about he he, uh, he paid he he paid a woman to uh, have, have uh, give his twelve uh, year old son oral sex so he wouldn't turn out gay. <laughs> oh man! Well, well, well. I shout mean, outs to Boosie though. I fucks with Boosie. Yeah, Boosie. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Boosie. And now we're gonna go to uh, To's hometown. We're gonna go oh, to Harlem. 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 Cause you know I, I give I give it up for Harlem B. 
I could give a no, I give no cats from Harlem. I'll give you some Word. DC cats. Word, I'ma still come back and be king. Word, cats. Nigga, you ain't got no money. You ain't eating. You can turn around. Yeah. See that <laughs> bag right there? Yo. Even though, even though that's Cameron, but we're not talking about Cameron. But T.O., you want to talk about Bigger Valley? Uh, Bigger Valley. <sighs> I, I don't. I don't even call him Bigger Valley. But um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as Max B goes, guys, now this this was one of the most I wouldn't say uh, confusing ones, but for someone who was well, he was affiliated with Dipset, obviously, and we always wonder why later on how Max B all of a sudden just start dropping diss tracks against um his affiliate, especially Jim Jones. Jim Jones got it the worst from him. Like, he was going, whew. But um, it all started with, I think it was a robbery. Um, Yeah, it was a robbery, I think it was in 2006. Correct me if I'm wrong, fellas. Uh, yeah, it was 2006. Yeah, 2006. And um, I think it was June 9th, to be exact. And, oh, this is where after, like, the whole theft was involved with the rapper and supposedly his former girlfriend was also involved. And next thing I heard that his girlfriend also turned in like evidence against the man who was involved with the robbery. So it was it was reportedly that he was accused of to steal upward to almost thirty thousand from two people. Thirty thousand dollars. Somebody got shot. Execution exactly. shot in, in the head. In the head. And and that's when um well, since well he didn't do he didn't do it. Supposedly the other shooter did, and I think it was um lit. How do you pronounce his name? Lidam, Lidam. Um, I would say I would say Lidam. Lidam. Okay, that's that's. His I remember. Don't remember. You talking about his step brother? Yeah, about his step brother. I don't remember right? his first name, but I remember his name was like Lidam or something like that. Kelvin. So Kelvin. this is where. That's his name, Kelvin. I knew it started with a K, but I wasn't sure who it was. Yeah. Um. But uh, it was it, it was just so much going on. Like they just found him guilty of like committing of the robbery, and it was just like by force. I'm like, come on, like if he didn't really do it, he didn't really do it. But they did say he did, and then all of a sudden the manslaughter instead of intentional murder. But again, it's it was saying that. He didn't do it, but Liam allegedly shot the man who was doing the robbery. So this is where, like, after all this stuff is going on, the the sentence was just crazy. They two million dollar bill. Two million dollar bill, but seventy five years. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Seventy five. Guilty. He was guilty. He was found guilty on nine of eleven counts. Of 75 years, yo. For 75 oh, years. Man. And I'm yeah, like, they, yo. They threw I the said, book, this guy man. Done. Bro, they threw the library at him. Forget throwing the book. They threw the library at him. The, the library, they threw the entire city at him. Fuck the library. And, then, and, 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 the, and the appeal? Kept being denied, 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 and everything. And this is this guy who was, uh, like, he was also being introduced as Jim Jones, what, Jim Jones did the side group called the Bird Gang Crew, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, yes he did. And um, 
And he, he and he even appeared on the he even appeared on the Cameron record, which was dissing Jay Z, by the way. After all that, though, after all that, I started seeing the movements with I, I see French Montana kept bringing him up and shouting him out because he yeah, was. But my question: How did they, how did they there, ever pin how did they ever pin him for all this if he wasn't physically there? No, they was forming like an alliance for a mixtape that was supposed to you happen. You talking? Oh, oh, well. He's talking about the case. The case. He's oh. talking about the case. How'd they pin him? How'd they pin him if he wasn't physically there? They said he was, but they said that they was going off the like they said they he was convinced of doing uh committing a robbery. But I'm here's like, the oh. thing. here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing that here's the thing that Mac didn't get a chance to touch on. When this situation happened, right? Apparently, apparently, somebody was ambushed. At a hotel, duct tape and everything. And, you know, the person that was shot point blank, the person that was duct taped saw this, allegedly saw this. Mm-hmm. The, the people, the parties allegedly involved fled the scene. The guy that was duct taped went to the front hotel clerk desk and informed them of the murder. And then when the police came in, um, they had this guy who was duct taped on money laundering. After he was caught, one week later, Max B and a couple of other people were apprehended and charged. Do you see the coincidence here? What's the coincidence? How is there somebody on money laundering charges all of a sudden now identifying people and they get charged and caught? What did he do? Did he tell the police, oh, well, yeah, one of them was Max B and a couple of other people. That's the thing. And, and, and the thing is, I've been hearing that now he's he's, he's scheduled because I heard his sentence was reduced to 12. And he might yeah, be because he pled guilty because he, he changed his plea and pled guilty. So they got I guess they got a bargain. He said to get out next year. Next year. Yeah, it was for aggravated manslaughter. And, and it, was, it was it was it was cut down. So they say he does continue to seek. He 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 he's looking for higher appeal, and Jay Z shouted him out in the song Three Kings. Yes, he did. Which is weird because I'm like Jay. He was on the Cameron track, which which sort of dissed you. It was on. You gotta love it. It was on. You gotta love it. Jay's a chess player because what happened after that? Max B started going at it with Dipset. Yep, exactly. And then another, and I didn't know about this. Supposedly. Him, French, were also going to work with Tony Yayo at one point. I I did hear something about him in French. I didn't know Yayo was going to get involved. Because it was something about getting out of the whole business strategies with Jim Jones. And they said him and French was sort of going to form an alliance, but also going to work with Tony Yayo a bit. That's what I heard. Interesting. Well, I mean, I mean, Bigger Valley is scheduled to come home. So let's see what happens. He has a, he had a huge following, too, at the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all those D unit, I mean, G unit, Dipset, this records weren't really doing much because I'm like, bro, it's not really gonna do much because they they still going, you know, they still popping right now. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of it, but they and I think his girlfriend also received a 15 year sentence, so I think she's out now. No way. No, she goes out like in another three years or so. And uh, moving from uh, Max B, we go to Philly. On. To Philadelphia. So QG, let's talk about Beanie Siegel. Oh 
man, oh, Beanie boy. Siegel, one of the hardest, toughest guys out there. I'm a big Beanie Siegel fan. And again, much like the Lil' Kim situation, there was a special on BET promoting the Becoming album for Siegel, the trial leading up, like him, you know, going through it. 2002, Siegel was arrested on, on federal weapons charges, and he did a year in prison. And um, the problem going on here, Siegel kept getting into trouble in 03. In, 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 in he was involved in an assault fracturing somebody's eye socket. Like, mm. punched this guy so hard. Siegel turned himself in. And, uh, again, uh, he, was, he was charged also with attempted murder. Firing six shots from a 9 millimeter handgun at a club door, which is crazy. Two people got injured, and he was charged with aggravated assault and possession of a criminal instrument. And the first trial ended in a, in a hung jury, and the second one resulted in a not guilty verdict. This was back in 2002, 2003. You believe the man still kept getting in trouble. And, uh, federal charges again. He served one year and one day in federal prison. This was in 04. I remember that. Yes, th this was the big one. Because the Becoming album came out and it went gold. The album cover is... Is 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 the is the set from State Property Two where Siegel is in prison, and you know when Beans came home, you know uh, you know the movie came out, everything, and now he's trying to get back to where he was, but he comes home to a Rockefeller breakup, so now things is going to be a little different. So Siegel, you know, he he he's still signed, he's still putting out music, but. He was, and, I forgot he was, I forgot he appeared Soul Survivor video from Yes, Jeezy. he did. Yes, he did. And, I mean, but appearing in 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 the videos and and, and getting into trouble, it kind of slowed Siegel's growth, especially at a time when Siegel was so hot and so high demand. He kept getting into trouble, and um, there, there were there were other incidents with child support payments. There was issues with drugs. Siegel even he, Siegel got shot. I'm, and then, and then, and then the whole thing when he just addressed Jay Z and stuff. Cause I mean, I, he just, yeah. When when I heard that, I understand where Siegel was coming from, but Jay Z can't be bailing you out every time, man. You gotta know how to get, stay out of trouble. That's how I took it at first. Another big incident where he was caught with uh with 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 a with a wad of cash, codeine, cough syrup, and pills. He did a 24-month sentence. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he did a 24-month sentence uh, for failing to file tax um, for failing to file tax returns, and then he served time in the county jail for the drugs. So it was just a lot of cases back to back to back for Beanie Siegel. He apparently he you know he, he's doing music still now. I, I hope Bean stays out of trouble. I hope he's healthy. I hope everything goes okay. But yeah, man, at that time, man, Siegel just kept getting into trouble over and over and over. And, and, and again, it sucks that he got shot because now you know we don't really hear the. I mean, I'm I'm just glad he's alive because it's like when I heard that, that voice, I was like, damn, man, they really messed him up. Yeah, his lungs, man. His lungs. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Broad Street bully, man. We 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 love you, man. Yeah, shout outs to Beans. Um Broad Street Bully. And uh moving on, I know this is the one that everybody wants us to talk about. 
So I think we're going to talk about this in a little bit more. Uh, actually, no, that one is next. We're going right back to New Orleans because everything got to go back to fucking New Orleans. These people can't stay the fuck out of trouble. Uh, <laughs> Mystical, who in uh, 2004 uh, raped his hairstylist. How do you rape a hairstylist? Uh, oh, man. I, uh, uh, he forced sexual acts on her. And uh, it was recorded, and uh, according to rumor, I don't know how true this is, but he tried to sell the tape to the Spice Network. Oh, no. Seriously? That's, That's not rumor. good. I mean, it said in the report, him and two bodyguards forced the woman to perform oral sex and accused her of stealing 80000 in checks. Sheesh. And Mystical said that the incident was consensual. And, and and they found the tape. They found the tape, and then um, Mystical agreed to a plea bargain offered by the prosecution, avoiding now 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 get this, a mandatory life sentence for sexual battery. Does that sound right to you? No, no, hell no. I mean, a crime is a crime, but they said mandatory. Yeah, that, I that's kind of I, I feel bad for the woman, but what is a mandatory life sentence for sexual battery? I mean, I, I guess these prosecutors, they see rappers, and they just want to just throw the whole book at them. Oh, and I, and, I, and I got something for you guys. You know the judge looked at the tape? What? Yes, yes, yes. The, the judge, judge looked at the, the tape. The judge watched the tape, and he threw in, well, 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 I mean, was the judge a she or a he? I think Sue. Her name was Sue. Was it Sue Bernie? Yeah. It was a she? Yeah. Yep. Okay. She she looked at the tape and she threw into account Mystical's two prior arrests, the drug and gun possession. Wow. So all of that played a part. And he was charged with two misdemeanor counts also of, 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 of the tax returns. So you pile all this up. They incarcerate the man uh, what did he serve? What did he do? Uh, five or six years. Oh, man. And I remember when he was denied parole, too. When the parole was brought up, they denied him. And um, eventually, you know, he was released. But what is the repercussion? He's a registered sex offender. And he was on probation, too. Because they, they said he was on probation after that, and they said if he violated, he may face up to 10. My God. And and this is a guy that, I mean, we we look at No Limit. First thing we think of is Master P. Obviously, that's that's the boss. That's the colonel. We, we know that. And then you got Silk. But Mr. Cole, at one point, was starting to rise up a bit. They were starting to draw more attention to him. But then when he went to Jive, was it Jive Records, I think? Yeah, he was always on Jive. He, he was, was always on Jive. He was when always he got, on Jive. When he got to No Limit, he was licensed through Jive. Okay, he was licensed through Jive. But when, you know, when his next album, what was his next album? Not Taran- Tarantula. What was the one before that? When you had a... Uh, Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. The one with Shake Your Ass. Watch yeah, that, that was a hit. That was it, and uh, uh, shout out to Neptune's gave him two good beats. Hey, what you working with? They gave him danger. They they kept him against the wall. And, so, and I don't care, and I don't care what what Alpha says. He he destroyed UNLV on Beware. Come on, ah! 
Listen, man, we exposed that man as a cheerleader, but shout we, out. We? We? You're yeah. a member of UNLV? No, uh, I'm not. I'm not. No, you're not. Anybody that can rap like that, on a, and anybody that can rap multiple like that, go, but beware, they won. It's over. <laughs> so we tell them. Somebody rap like that. <laughs> so we tell them, Mr. Cool, use a hoe. Boring. I'd rather hear beware. Anywho. But uh, has he done shows after that? Has he done? I mean, anything? I mean, he's he, he he signed to Cash Money. He did that one song with him and Wayne and Birdman, and that was terrible. And he performed on a No Limit reunion tour. I was shocked to see him there because I didn't think they were really gonna bring him after what he went through. I mean, but he's but he's part of that, No Limit, that, no matter that what. That man said, "I I may not mean nothing nothing to you, but I'm the shit on this label." But uh, coming up next, the the one I've been dying to talk about. Oh, oh the most recent one on the list. Yeah, Takashi Six Nine. Please, please, please dive, please digress into what's in, into. Now, there's plenty of charges, but which one? This one here. You, we all know the one, the be all end all. I always say, thank you Triple H for having that stuck in my head for saying that all day. But uh, yes, talk about it. Takashi Six Nine. Takashi Six Nine. Uh, well, first he has so many cases, but we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the uh, the one that everybody wants to uh, to talk about. Um, well, first off, he tried. So it's no secret the man was uh, the man was a member of the Nine Trade Bloods. Um. There's the whole thing with the robbery, assault, and kidnapping. He got kidnapped, beaten, and robbed by by uh by three armed men right after he finished uh shooting a music video with Nicki Minaj. Um the the assailants they grabbed him outside his house, they pistol whipped him, they took seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in jewelry and thirty five thousand dollars in cash from him. Uh somehow he escaped after somebody called the cops. Um yeah, man. And then he tried to get Chief Keef shot with the whole incident with Chief Keef baby moms where he took her shopping. Mm-hmm. Which, uh... Mm. I mean, hey, man. That, that, this is all crazy. Um, and then there was the uh, the trial of the Nine Trade Gangsters where uh, after going on the Breakfast Club uh, and uh, a 6 9 famously said, there's only two things I fear in life. God and the FBI. And, uh... Apparently, he wanted out of the gang, and, you know, once you get involved in that gang life, there's only two ways out, jail, or pr- uh, prison, or death. Uh, somehow, he went to prison, got out of prison, because, you know, that, the uh, the feds offered him uh, uh, to get out if he would snitch, because, you know, they were involved in, you know, all types of attempted murders, and robberies, and money laundering, and all this other type of shit. And, uh, yeah. So he he worked with the feds. He he sang like a canary on the stand, uh, and all and all, and his uh, testimony got every last one of them in the gang convicted. You would think after all that went down, you have seen what he's been doing. He's been flaunting around money. He's been he's been taunting people. He's been doing things on social. I'm like, what is wrong with this? And the, and the you worst realize part- what you were just involved in. 
The worst part is he he was offered witness protection and declined it. Mm. Of course he declined because he got like eight million security guards with him. Yo, but this guy is bold because he be outside. Yeah. Knowing people like, want to like kill I him. said, he has eight big ass security guards surrounding him, so that's easy for him to do. Gunshots aren't afraid of security guards. So what are you talking about? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, mm, come on now, like, like people ain't gonna be stupid to try to go after him like that. The only people who are gonna mostly attack him is mostly the people that, you know, he got convicted. And his house arrest ended in April. This guy, y'all remember the video? He was getting dragged in the in the in the like the little wheelbarrow scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and listed the DMX where the hood at. But my thing with this fool is you, you complain that you want to get out of prison because of the whole COVID, but you're flaunting around on videos, all in goofy, not goofy, all in mostly predominantly white neighborhoods and on F trains with no mask. So technically. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, when he was looking, when he was asking where the hood was at, he was in Bed Stuy, bro. Yeah, with eight security guards. <laughs> I mean, hey, the man is a marked man. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't walk out, walk around without no security. And, and I want to know where in Best Stop, because I want to know what street that was. Oh, and let's not forget, he got into the beef with Snoop Dogg, and uh, called because Snoop, Snoop Dogg you called him a bring, rat. So yeah, 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 yeah. You had to bring that up, right? Yeah. What was, so he, what, what was Takashi was, was was watching in rebuttal? He was watching the greatest hip hop documentary ever made, Biggie and Tupac, where where he was watching the, sh- the scene where Big Shug was calling Snoop a snitch. Right, right. He did all that on purpose. Yeah, but 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 then Six Nine obtained some documents where where it was proven that Snoop uh, snitched. How do you know that he obtained documents that prove that Snoop? He posted the documents to his Instagram. I really post documents too. I could post exactly. a whole bunch of pieces of paper anywhere and say it's legal documents. Anybody could do that. Don't Thank take you. that guy's word for it. And this is how I know you still don't respect Snoop Dogg, Mr. I love Snoop. Call Snoop. No, you you mostly leading still calling Snoop a rat. So you, stop. you know how many people call Takashi a snitch? Lil Dirk called him a snitch. Lil Reese called him a snitch. He's been called there's been memes. You see that fifty completely distanced himself from this boy. I don't know why 50 messed with him in the first place. Agreed. And you know what's funny? People look down on snitches, but he still has a following of over millions of people. Yeah, too bad Too bad his momentum died down quick. Because I don't hear about it's him. Not, his momentum didn't die. He just had a number one single. He did not. Call, then, you, then why his album flop? You call that a number one single? If he had a number one single, he would not be in freaking the white section of Williamsburg on Bedford and North 6th Street giving out free copies of CDs. Yeah, seriously. And, and, and again, I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of stories about this kid. I've heard a lot of things about this kid from people that are actually from that area. I'm not going to reveal it here because, again, you know, it's a lot. It involves a lot of people. But this kid paying money for protection. And my, and my thing is this, he's not about that life, man. No, and people not. and people tried to warn his ass, and one of them, I, it was so, Fat Joe was definitely one of them. Fat, Fat Joe Fat, was Fat really Joe. giving him advice. Fat Joe tried. Fat Joe tried Fat to talk Joe to this kid. Fat Joe tried to tell this kid. He didn't listen. Of course he ain't going to listen, because he, he's hard-headed. 
and he he just he just thinks he invincible. But like I said, people was like, well, why is Takashi running? I'm like, people ain't gonna try to get him now. Someone is planning and plotting. They're gonna let him have his freedom until soon. And rumor has it he's back in Brooklyn. Oh, I gotta. You guys, uh, oh. you guys gotta get him out of there. You guys, I'm not doing. I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting involved. From Brooklyn, Matt from Brooklyn, y'all gotta get that guy out of y'all neighborhood, man. Get I him don't out of want here. anything to do with that fool. And another thing is what's making me upset is like, first of all, his goofy baby mama ain't really doing much either. But then his child, he he's not thinking about his child. He has a kid. Y'all gotta get him out. Get him out of the hood, man. He's in I, don't, I don't I don't know who y'all is. Y'all, he's a disgrace to Brooklyn, man. You can't have Brooklyn looking bad like that. And his album Dummy Boy was uh, certified platinum. And my question well, is, where in Brooklyn? Well, the title is is correct, Dummy Boy. Well, well, Mac, I heard he's in your neck of the woods. I heard he's on. Uh, I'm not gonna put his address out there, but no, put it out there. So, matter of fact, text it to Mac. Mac, go get him and get him out. But yeah, he in your neck of the woods, Mac. By Woodhall Hospital, bro. Wow. You don't need Woodhall Hospital. That's that's just a rumor. That's just a rumor because, you know, he was on the news talking about where he was at. So he ain't no well, Woodhall Hospital. Last time he was on the news, he was all the way at North Sixth Street and Bedford Avenue, where the white bars and all that stuff is at. He ain't fooling anyone. That's mm. Mm-hmm. Thank Woodhall well, Hospital. Well, we're going on to the next one, and I used to make fun of this guy's name because of what happened. Uh, I, I I used to call him Bobby. I did the schmurder. Now this this is another one that just like, dude, what are you doing? Right, exactly. But again, what people just this is Yo, why I was, this is what's why I was up talking with Brooklyn, about man. What's up with Brooklyn, man? <sighs> first, of, first it was New Orleans, and now it's Brooklyn. What's up with y'all Brooklyn cats for these cases, man? I don't know, man. I don't. But... I, don't I don't claim these clowns. Well, who's going to get into it? You mean, let, I'll uh, let T.O. take it. T.O., <laughs> talk about Bobby. I did the schmurder. Don't call him that. You always call him that. <laughs> I, every, the moment he came out, I called him. And I found it funny because people are, are doing the schmurder dance and they're dancing to the song. Didn't he reveal what what was going on in the lyrics? Jungle beats. Holla at me. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah, supposedly he revealed the lyrics. I'm like, Did no, you? no, no, uh, no, no, uh, Candyman. What did you just say? The song. <laughs> Holla at me, <laughs> man. You better put that baby to bed. It's past the <laughs> 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 well, go, well, go ahead, Mac. Do your thing. Talk about it. <sighs> Do I have to? Yeah. All right. Uh, 2014, June. It was the summer. It was a hot summer. Uh, Schmurder was arrested, charged with criminal possession. Damn, it was that long ago, 2014? It was 2014. Wow. The cops claimed that they saw him flashing a gun. And he tried to hide it in his couch. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that's why it was twenty. It was it was around the holiday season too. It was around yeah. Now, I remember that yes. Summertime, and then he was arrested in 2014 of December. 14, yeah, because he because supposedly yeah, because he was affiliated with um the the G six was it the G six nine or GX nine some, some group. It was the GX nine. And they were, and they were partially Crips too. 
And uh, Robbie like, Rebel, Robbie Rebel, part of it. Robbie Rebel, like, my question is, why are we still gang banging people? Come on. Uh-oh. Gang banging. Oh, I knew it was coming. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Once you said gang banging, I knew he was going to start singing that song. Oh, no. Smoking that smoke. Uh, Dealing that yeah, smoke. Yeah, Smokey was smoking too much for that. Drinking garbage. that wine. That song Baby's a Oh, no. Gang bang. Smokey, 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 painful, Smokey. Painful, painful singing. Once we again. love Smokey Robinson, but that video was trash, man. That's that song, video uh, was not trash. That video was tr- He's standing on the corner. <laughs> In a hoodie. <laughs> In a hoodie. Drinking, what? Was he drinking something out of a out of, out of a brown paper bag? Yes. That's crap. That's terrible. Smokey, but yeah, Smokey. But like, you, but like you said... There he goes. All right, guys. I will be. Uh, I'm QG. I'm also going to play my. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, right, right. I'm, right, right, right. I'm, I'm just joking. Here too. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm playing. I'm playing. Smokey, Smokey didn't belong on no corner talking that nonsense, man. He was too Gang, old for that. Banging. All right, but back to Bobby Schmurder. So he got arrested with 14 others that Roddy and his brother, too. Yeah. Um, um, wasn't it Jace, Jay, Jace, or something like that? I can't remember his name, but I shouldn't be saying his name. Yeah. But regardless, they, they all got arrested. Murder, reckless endangerment. He was supposed to. He was first set on bail for two million. Yeah, that's right. He pleaded guilty, held on a two million dollar bill. The police said that they were investigating the gang for a murder and shooting that took place. And and this all happened uh, allegedly before Bobby rose to fame, and they said put, the the cops said that Schmurder was the driving force in the gang, and the GS nine, the GS nine. Yeah, was, I, I never understood why L.A. Reid was really crazy about that kid. GS nine got him on the table and danced, and that dance was popular and everywhere. And you know what? I remember I remember I talked about Trinidad James. I forgot it was actually Bobby Schmurder, so I correct myself on that. You did the dance too, didn't you, Alfred? Of course I did the dance. You, you know should be a damn no. shit. You know you what? Know how many diff- you know how many different pieces no, of music no, you can no. do the Schmurder That's dance to? Every last time I heard so ever, Al, you should be ashamed of yourself. What? You, you should be that? ashamed of yourself. That you- dance is terrible. It was him that got on the table because I, I know I, I I mistakenly said Trinidad James, but I knew it was someone who got on the table. Yeah, they were really mocking the hell out of Bobby Schmurder when he did that dance, and I'm like, bro, this is so embarrassing. Throwing, like throwing the hat in the air and doing that. And I'm like, oh, this you is, humming at me. This is I what told we, you about that kid. Put that kid to bed, man. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what hip hop has turned into, lady. This is not good. And apparently, uh, the, the the label was was in was dealing with rival gangs. They 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 dealt crack, and he faced a maximum sentence of eight to twenty five years. Well, they they were they were giving him seven. And what did but, they do? They used the lyrics, the same song. People people doing that dance, the jingle beats and all the other crap. Jingle beats, holla at me. One of the one of the affiliates got sentenced to almost 120. You see, and what did he say in the lyrics? I've been selling crack since like the fifth grade because Jaja taught me. Oh watch, no! Watch his body twirl and then drop, nigga. That was a bad move. And 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 here's the funny part: where was he arrested 
of all places, Quad Studios. What is with Quad Studios? Quad got bad juju, man. Uh, we could uh, we could blame the henchman. I mean, Schmurder was involved in, in Bloods versus Crips fights and all this other stuff, and it was just a lot, man. But again, it's like people gotta learn, man. This this life is gonna get you nowhere but jail or death. Yeah. This is this is why I like one. Well, I think it was the very very first episode. It was a reason why I fucks with Big L's, and not because he's not only because he's from Harlem and he's a great lyricist. Because Street Struck was an inspirational song, and you guys, not you, meaning you guys on the line. But I'm just talking about listeners. You gotta listen to the chorus of what Big L is saying, and even the lyrics. His verses, exactly. Street Struck, is my favorite song to this day. For that specific reason. Yeah, Schmarter was imprisoned in Rikers, then they and then they moved him. Uh, and again, you mentioned Quad. They moved him to Clinton Correctional. Clinton. It's not about Quad and Clinton Correctional that right. just gets in What's, press and papers and it, shit. It's like correlation with Pac and what Pac was going through. You see, you see how the how the media and how people do this. But but the funny part is. While he got 18, a lot of people got more than 20, between 20 and 100. Someone received almost 100 years. Someone, I think someone, oh, I know it was. Someone received about 100 years. Another person um, received almost 55 years. I'm like, jeez. Uh, yeah, a lot of crazy years. Is just but, that, but, but, but then that also says that did Bobby Schmurder also speak with the police to try to you know, lessen his the deal. Is it possible? Because he, because he, because he could have been up there with them as well, but for some reason he kept getting reduced to at least almost seven years. Everybody else is like double digits and worse than fifty. Yeah. I read his parole hearing this past two back in August. I thought he was supposed to be released this year or next year. Hard to tell what. Well, we're staying in Brooklyn. Oh yeah. God! I, Somebody I, who T.O. has met personally. Oh yeah. Now, now T. Let's talk about your uh, your uncle, the ODB. For the for guys, uh, again, this is not the uh, time that I met him. I just said my mom met him. You met ODB. Come on, that's your uncle, man. That 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 would have been nice. But you got I, you got half of your style from him. Him, Craig Mack, Buster Rhyme, all all rolling uh, uh, T.O.s. But, but I mean, what do you want to talk about? I mean, ODB, he's been in trouble, you know. Um, the sad part is stuff. he's been in trouble a lot, especially with the whole thing with his kids and all that stuff. Um, Let's see. I remember one of the, I mean, we, we already remember the time that when I didn't even know this was happening at first until I saw the Triumph video. Oh, yeah. He was in jail. He was in jail. Because when you look at the Triumph video, you would see the dude on the top, which is supposed to be ODB, but that's not really him on the roof. But you would see they show the picture of him. And um, that's when you would say, y'all, y'all was going to see me. And I'm like, where's ODB of what all people? It, what did it for me was Gravel Pit. He wasn't even in Gravel Pit. He was in the prison. No, no, he wasn't. Mm -mm. He, he wasn't in the video, but you see his hands with the rings and stuff like that. You had somebody imitate him. So, yeah, uh, I mean, to jump into it, 93, second-degree assault, 
an attempted robbery in 94, he was shot during this time. He got into an argument with another rapper. Yes, he did. In 97, you mentioned about the child support and failed to pay for his three children. He, he pleaded guilty in, in 98 for uh, attempted assault. And, and then he had uh, another case in 99. Yes, he did. Also, here, here's another one. After all that, he was arrested for shoplifting. $50 pair of shoes. Yeah. Uh, ODB. Look, God rest his soul, but come on, man. Like, how bad was his life that he had to rob $50 pairs of shoes? And crazy part about it, in the ni- in 99, like you said, he got into an incident with the police. The uh, two officers from the street crimes unit, they fired eight shots at ODB and accused them of firing at them first. I remember reading about this, and I was like, wait a minute, how y'all do that? And mm-hmm. he was cleared by the grand jury, thankfully. Then you had another incident. The cocaine incident? Ugh. Oh, man, driving without a license. I'm like, damn, this guy was really... And I'm like, for someone who my mom sees every day picking up his daughter, he sure got into a lot of trouble. He got arrested with 20 vials of crack. That's the Jesus one I'm talking Christmas. about. The cocaine. 20 vials of crack, um, smooth. That's insane. But here's the biggest one. You believe in 2000, he escaped from his court hearing. He, he was on the run as a fugitive for one month. And guess what he did? He recorded a song at the studio with RZA. <laughs> I mean, how the hell did he get away with that is beyond me. He appeared at the Hammerstein Ballroom drinking from a bottle for the album release party of the of the, of the W. He was a wanted fugitive still. While on the run. On the run. He's doing all this crazy appearances. Yeah, he was fleeing. He was fleeing from rehab, too. He was in Philly when he got caught. Mm-mm. I never heard so many cases around ODB until like many, many years ago. I was like, damn. He did he did two to four years. He was paroled in 03. But yeah, man. That's ODB, what I felt like when he when he passed yeah, away, I felt like I felt like he it was just too much haunting him, man. That's why I felt like he passed away. I think a lot of it was haunting him. Too much. Too, too much was haunting him. Too much troubles. And you know it's 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 tough, and and I'm sorry that that's a lot of trouble. And speaking of a lot of trouble, ugh. oh boy, the next man on this, oh boy, love him dearly as a lyricist. I mean, God Al, Al, I mean, Al, you want to touch all this stuff that's been going on with DMX? I don't even know where to start. That's yeah. the thing. There's so many. Like X, X has been through it. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm, 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 I'm legit serious. But, uh, I mean, he's had the multiple, multiple drug possession, you know, charges. You had the weapons charges, weapons charges, drug charges, animal cruelty. Like, the biggest one was him in Texas. The, the biggest one was him impersonating an FBI agent. Can you tell me about that? I actually don't know about that. What was he thinking, Mac? Which one again? Impersonating an FBI agent. Oh, no. That did it for me. What he got, because X is notorious for driving without a license. Notorious. Every single time. Yeah. And unfortunately, 
you know, he's getting pulled over, pulled over. And this was at JFK, Kennedy Airport. This, this was at Kennedy Airport when it happened. Yes. Yes, I remember that story now, which was weird. I was like, come on, X, man. Again, this is why, when, when you know what the thing is? When it comes to Damien, I, I, I got to believe that this was just really happening to him. You know, when you kept making those Damien songs, yeah, I remember Damien. He, I felt like he really was still battling demons, and I guess it really was a Damien inside him. Yeah, he was battling a lot of demons. And cause he's, been yeah. ba- he's been battling demons for a hell of a long time. Yeah. I mean, this this guy has so many run-ins. I mean, great lyricist, one of the greatest hardcore rappers to ever bless uh, the rap industry. But good lord, and this is also during his teenage days too. Oh man, he yeah, he been through it. He he just he, been through a lot. And um, when he came home, you saw him in the GQ magazine. I was like, he looks, he looks like he's in a great world. He's trying, but sometimes when you try hard enough and something just snaps like, like that, up oh, you're drawing back in. It's a habit. All I can say is it's a habit. Yeah, man. Shout out to X, man. Stay clean. Stay out of trouble, my brother. You know, is he supposed to be working on the album or working with Swiss lately? He, he has been. Uh, uh, um, based on what we've been reading, he's he, he's been working on some new some new material. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, supposedly coming out. You know, he's been. I mean, the Rough Riders documentary. We've all seen it. Uh, I, I just hope the production is good. Yeah, and it, it, you know his vocals have changed a lot. Yeah, he's he definitely. Sound, I mean, I mean, you aging, so he ain't gonna sound like this. He ain't gonna sound that much. The, the only time, the only time I'm checking for uh, for DMX in this current era is uh, during Christmas time. Y'all know why? Oh, <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Really? Yep. Oh man, which is a funny video, by the way. Yeah, wait, I mean, wait, 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 wait! Did someone mash his lyrics for the Reading Rainbow? Yes, they did. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Come on. Get in, Rick. Come on. Come on. What? Suck my. That's one of the greatest things ever. Oh, Lord. Oh, I know well, we said, man, a joke, but we need a little bit of an uplifting smile for this. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean we laughed at that part. But now, now, now we're getting to uh, reminisce. I'm conceited. Uh, I need a reason. Uh, not a song I will technically like, but uh, whatever. I like reminisce. I like reminisce. I don't. So since don't, you like it so much, you want to detail what got a lot. No, 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 no. I like reminisce. Don't don't mention that them whatever and conceited records. <laughs> He's the same person. No, it's the not. same person. Totally different. Totally different. You really no. don't like whatever, whatever. Get whatever it, was whatever. not good. That no, song. That song. That song is whatever. That song is whatever. Even Remy would tell you that's her least favorite song. And now she's all the way up. And you, know, and, 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 and you know what, Al? Al, since you want to bring up whatever, I'm, I weigh whatever, and I'm from wherever. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about that garbage. Anywho, uh, nah, but but let's talk about Remy. Didn't she go to jail uh, on, an, on an assault? This happened in July 13th of 07. She turned yeah. herself into the NYC police. What happened in a, in Manhattan at a delicatessen? Police said that uh, 
while she was with a group of people outside of a pizza bar, she got into a confrontation with someone and uh, someone was shot. Someone was shot. And and the person that was shot was accused of stealing $3,000 from uh, from Remy. And the police indicate... Good God. Right. And the security tapes outside the club showed no evidence of any altercations or arguments. And Remy pleaded not guilty to the charges of attempted murder and, and, and an assault with, uh, with a criminal weapon possession. She was charged with witness tampering. And that was crazy. And, you know, she was accused of causing several male friends to attack the, uh, a witness's boyfriend. So Remy was convicted of assault, illegal weapon possessions, and, and, and attempted coercion in connection with these charges. She was, uh, you know, the sentences took place. And um, I remember when Remy got locked up for a while. She was, she was, and shout out to Pat Poos for holding it down. You know what I mean? They got married and everything. They, they have a family. And um, it was crazy because um, when, when you look back at the case, uh, they're saying that the person that was shot, you know, uh, she was just left bleeding in the front seat, you know. I mean, when 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 uh, allegedly Remy fleed the scene, no money was found in the in the in the in the victim's purse or anything like that. And um, that person was shot, had to go through several surgeries, and they sued Remy, eighty million dollars civil lawsuit, you know, for damages, along with pain and suffering. Remy served a eight year term at the Bedford Hills Corrections Facility for, for Women in Bedford Hills. It's a it's located in Westchester. Yeah, it's and like, I think, yeah, that's like up upstate somewhere. Up, that's less, up way upstate. It's in Westchester County. That's where, that's where it's located. But it's way up in Westchester County. It ain't like it's after Mount Vernon. This is way up in Westchester. Yeah, but, you know, Remy's home. She's appeared on records that I'll put up all the way up, reconciled with Fat Joe and Got into it with Nicki Minaj, and you know it was uh, it was just good to hear Remy back on the mic. And she, I think did, she has, I think she's the first female rapper to own her own label now. Interesting. Which is she weird because she she was doing interview shows with Joe Budden, and uh, she appeared <laughs> on. Uh, and uh, isn't she on that show that uh, uh, hate and bad music? Yeah, New York. Love and hip hop. You mean not hating bad music? Hate, hate and bad music, because that's not hip hop. They don't really need that show, Papoose and Ray, because no, they, no, because no. they technically are like trying to provide as a positive image, despite the troubles both of them has been through separately, whatever. But they don't need that show. I agree, but uh, it's it's just good to see Remy home safe. She looks great. She's she's doing appearances like yeah. Especially when she first came out, I first heard of Remy on the on the uh, Big Pun second album, and uh, on yeah. yeah, Base. Yeah, that's the first time I heard of Remy. I, I heard her as Reminisce, and then she she appeared on the uh, what was remix that the MOP record? MOP remix. Right. But she was Remy Martin then. She wasn't Remy Ma. Right. Exactly. She was Remy Martin, and then she cut the that part off and just because it was about well, to Big Pun about gave to her a whole track on his album. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, why not? 
because if those if that group would never broke up, she would have been the official first lady, like real first lady. Imagine she added with Link and Armageddon and Prospect in them. Oh my God, pun. Ooh, that'd have been a deadly force right there. Whatever, whatever, get it, Bobby. Whatever. Turn that crap off. That song is whatever. Remy, love you dearly, but wasn't feeling that song. And she will even tell you she don't she don't really care for that song much. It didn't do anything on the singles. Conceded. Well, apparently, Conceded was her biggest hit. Shout out, shout out to the real Conceded. <laughs> and then finally, we round out the list with Kodak Black. Oh, boy. The, the guy that said he was better than Biggie and Tupac. No, thanks. I mean, he has one song that I, two songs that I like, actually. No. What do you That's mean, two no? Two songs too many. I mean, two songs too many. Oh, you actually like songs by Kodak Wack? Kodak Black. Uh, right, Kodak Crack. Okay. And he plays it. That beat's not hard. No, because it sounds like something. It sounds like P.I.M.P. first. And plus, that? I don't know if you seen the video of him in the studio, but he came up with a whole new dance craze at the time. Garbage. And, 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 I'm, guessing, and I'm guessing you did it too. Of course, I did it. Oh. Terrible. Well, let's let's get into it. Uh, there's plenty of things that this man did. Obviously, 2017. Oh boy, this man did it to himself. You know about the Instagram video? Uh, no. The DC hotel room with several other men. They were with a female, and she did. And she performed sex on them. He put see, that live. See, this is what I'm talking about. People just see these these new age rappers with Takashi and Bobby and Kodak. It's like, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, what are we looking at? And and just like I said, how Fat Joe tried to warn Takashi six nine. Who is Kodak Black to freaking denied what Master P advice had to give him? Kodak I mean, Black should know better than that. It's freaking Master P of all people. And one look what the, he one of the biggest businessmen of rap industry, if not. I mean, when you look at it, he was arrested in 2015. He was charged with robbery, battery, false imprisonment of a child, and possession of marijuana, which he was released. Then uh, you got the, you know, you got a year later, he was arrested in Florida, charged with possession of a weapon, convicted felon, uh, marijuana again, and trying to run from, from the cops. And then, again, something about Florida and this guy. Armed robbery and false imprisonment. Not to mention the whole, like you said, they intended, like he was uh, trying to intend, intentionally target a rap a rival rap artist of some sort of. Mm-hmm. It's just like... he got it. Yeah, and then he got into an incident in South Carolina uh, for first degree sexual conduct. That's yeah, when he helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This this situation really put a hurting on him because the girl, uh, you know, here's what happened. It was anger management he was at, and the counselor in charge. Kept spoken to she. She spoke to him about him disrupting the class. He was constantly burping during her class, and when when he asked when she asked him to leave, he refused. 
when she threatened to call 911, he grabbed her phone and her wrist. Oh, my God. Dudes can't take no for an answer. I, see. I mean, come on, man. And then, you know, violating his house arrest. You know what I mean? That happened. And now, and now in, in, in 2018, once again, in Florida, multiple charges stemming from the Instagram video showing him passing marijuana and a gun. Why would you put that live? No. On social media. And a child was in present during the video. He because, was, like, yeah. like, like I said, these today's age artists just don't think. This is why, then, then people want to know why they, they say, well, we're haters. No, there's a reason why we're criticizing today's hip-hop for a reason. These guys are rapping about shit and doing all these lifestyle stupidness that they have no business doing. And they ain't even about that life. He, but then when he, jail comes... He, even though it's oh now I started to cut you off and even though it's not a crime let's not forget what he said about Lauren London. I remember oh. what he said about Lauren. Oh. After Nipsey died, he gave her a whole year before he had sex with her. Nah, he should have. Nah, they they someone should have whooped his ass for that. Like I this agree. this lady is grieving of her husband, the father of her child, and you gonna pull that act? This is the same guy who who says black who doesn't even uh, embrace black women. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, he said that. And I'm like, who is this ugly little bug to even say anything? Did he? Wait, was he the one that came in with that goofy ski mask on the Breakfast Club? Yeah, he came out with the ski mask. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 he came with the ski mask. For what? Who knows? Oh, my God, man. This, I'm sorry. Listeners, if you're listening to, like, me right now, sorry if I'm all over the place, but it's just like, I'm trying to wrap my head of today's hip uh salt rap industry well i mean alfred i mean alfred you're a fan of kodak wax so i mean you i said i like two songs i never said i never said i was a fan no 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 you was playing it soon what are you talking about you a fan if you if you like two songs from a whack rapper you're a fan just like you like songs from trinidad james and bobby i did this my nigga garbage popping in magic city garbage what was that? If you don't believe me, just watch. Apparently, he watched Bruno Mars take off. That's what he did. If you don't believe me, just watch. That's what he said. Just watch. No, if you don't believe me, just watch. What is what is what is it? If you don't believe me, are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> Am I what? Eating. I'm not eating anything. Speak clearly. Uh, uh, That's how he sounded in the song. If you don't believe me, just watch. Right. It sounds, like he's, just, eating, right. It sounds like he's eating a bologna sandwich. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. What an episode. <sighs> I think this is our second longest after our ladies first. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, just want to give a shout out real quick before we uh, wrap this up to our, uh, our good friend, the cool brother, Malik. With uh, oh, yeah, cool Malik, podcast. Get going, man. Shout out to Malik. Yes, go check Malik. this podcast out, people. Our brother Malik representing the good town of uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, USA. Uh, don't oh, forget. We definitely uh, got to get him on now. Absolutely. Don't forget. Oh, uh, you could you could uh, listen to the Cool Podcast, uh, starring Cool Brother. Raw Street. Shout out to Market Street. Shout out to all those streets. Uh, new episodes drop every Wednesday on Spotify and Anchor. Again, that's the Cool Podcast. Uh, featuring the cool brother, our brother Malik from Philly. Uh, Wednesday, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, he has some really dope content. Y'all should check that out. 
Um, of course, we're going to be on each and every Sunday. I apologize for last week's episode hitting only a couple of days ago. Technical difficulties stopped upload from happening on Sunday, but uh, I got I got through those. Those are going to get fixed because, you know, engineering ain't easy. But, uh, yeah, uh, anything anything y'all want to say about uh, this episode in closing or are we good? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Matt. I just I just tell people just be careful in life, plain and simple. It's just like when we talk about certain crimes, it's just like I know it's instant reaction on certain things. But regarding certain ones we talked about, people just need to be really careful with their decisions. And that's all I could say, especially in their rap songs, but also in real life. Like I said, and like QG mentioned, we are a target still, no matter what. That's right. Especially when you're young, you got money, you're making more money than these judges or these cops. And then when they see you, they want to, you know, they come after you. They, you know they, know know, I mean? they want to come after you and the money. It's like, nope, you're famous. I want that money instead. No, fuck that. QG, you got anything to add? Yeah, to add to everything that Mac just said, what we've been saying, uh, I'm urging everybody out there, you know, I mean, whether you're in the entertainment field or not, you know, you black, you've got a target on you. It's just clear as day. You've heard us talk about all these rappers, all the charges that they had to face. Even when you're not guilty, they think you're guilty, no matter what you do. And you have to remember that. And even if you're innocent, they'll 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 find some way to get you. Right, and you got to be careful with what you do. Like you see earlier, we mentioned about social media. Everything ain't supposed to be on social media. Yeah, y'all notice I ain't been active like that since for a reason. So, There's a reason why I'm not active right. on social media like that. I mean, I am. I'm still on social media, people, but I'm a, I'm gonna be the first to admit I ain't on there like that much anymore. I have so been for so that's just my end and closing. Just be careful out there. Watch the signs. Get your money. Do what you got to do and just protect yourself. Exactly. And your family. Protect yourself and your family and your friends. Just protect. And with that being said, uh, I think uh, I, I don't have nothing to add because I would just be mimicking everybody else. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be back next week with the Rap Lab, Rap Lab. So uh, appreciate y'all in Paraguay and Estonia. Even for y'all in the United States and uh just Chicago, keep listening. Queens, everybody Shot out there. All right, we, 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 we had Compton, oh, yeah. we had Springfield, yeah, Compton, UK, oh, yeah, UK. and yep. Grand Rapids too. Grand Rapids, yep. Shout out to Grand Rapids. And listen, if you're not if you're not listening to the rap lab and you say you like rap and you refuse to listen to the rap oh, lab, oh no, don't you do it. You just a hater, man. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say come to death row. I was. Oh, oh no, 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 But you know, if you, you know, if oh, you want to listen to a podcast, you know, we're all the hosts. They don't be bigging themselves up. They just talk about the topic. You know, talking. Oh God. Man, fuck with the rap lad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Well, no, it's if you don't believe me, just watch. Right, right, right. That's a baloney sandwich written all over. (laughs) (sighs) On that note, we out this week. We see y'all next week. Yes, indeed. Peace.